The last dragon. You are the last <laughs> dragon. <laughs> when you got the glow, the glow, to get the glow, to get the glow, to get the glow, to get the glit. Yeah. Reach that final level. Uh, what the fuck is going on? That shit is fresh. How did you know he was going to do that? Because we're friends, motherfucker. We talk about this shit. When you got the glow. <laughs> Your body works and you got the glow. What's the song from uh, Beat Street? <laughs> Which one? The Spanish one. Oh. No cariño. <laughs> I got that 45, fool. I found that on 45. <laughs> How hard am I? I got that 45. I bumped, I bumped that for her name in the, in the wee hours of the night. <coughs> we, we lost Caesar. Oh, fucking <laughs> Welcome to Up in the Mix. We got another hot episode coming to you from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude that you thought I was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local, also that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the, How the fuck, fuck did, did he, he get, get here? here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, and the fucking honey badger. It's guppy. I thought of a new one this week. What is it? I was like reading to my kids and it was Hooper Humperdink. <laughs> Hooper Humperdink? And it was from like the last page and I wrote down a quote. All right. So it's <laughs> all my good friends from A to Z, the biggest gang you'll ever see, the biggest gang that'll ever be a party big and good as this too good for anyone to miss. And so, you know, I sort of think I will ask Hooper Humperdink. And then I immediately thought of you guys, and I thought of partying, and I thought of up in the mix, and so I wrote it down, and I was like, "All right, let's go with it this week." Hooper let's, Humperdink. Let's be super extra. Hooper Humperdink. Up in the mix. Is that a Doctor Seuss extra. character? Absolutely. Sounds like bars. So, yeah, sounds familiar to yeah, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. was a good one. Good one. Reading. So, uh, reading. How was your week, Sean? Uh, another saying that makes me remind oh. of Jake. So, like, when someone says something, I want to say exactly. Like, I'll be like, is a shark's tooth sharp? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think kill a shark productions every time. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like it. My week was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, volleyball's going on. You know, school's in full swing. The kids are adjusting to me. Multiple people asked me about last week about how I, like, I'm not that intense with the kids all the time. That's just like the first couple of weeks of school would mm-hmm. ever, like, I'm setting the tempo. There's no way I could be like that every day. It's just, it, it's impossible. Now things are more chill. I can just you know go about my business. No one challenges me at all. It's very nice. That's nice. good. That's yeah. good. It's calm. My classroom's chill. Like today they were writing. Just got some music playing in the background. You know, everyone's chill and calm. Good times. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jake? Um, my week was good. Heard you making adult moves. I did. I made, yeah. I made a, a purchase. <laughs> making money moves. Money moves, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm I'm locked in. So <laughs> five seven years. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how. What we'll color is it? it? I couldn't tell from the picture. It's, it is white, white. with black rims, Ooh. and it is right. black tinted mm. out, and it is pretty. 
I like Get the it. black on the white. Yes. First, first uh, <laughs> major adult purchase I've made in a long time. And I had to commit to being nearly a year back before I made something like that. So it's good to be back. But I saw it. I was like, mm-hmm. live your best life, bro. Like, you only, you only can't take it with you. I, mean, yeah. So, yeah. I was like, I don't know. That's a, that's a fucking nice ass car. I, was no, like, I don't know is. about that. And then I was like, yeah. eh. Midlife crisis you know what? move. Midlife crisis move. Yeah. You only live once, Jake. <laughs> We like yeah my yep. week, my week was uh pretty chill, nine to five editing photos making moves because you know by the time you guys hear this uh I'll be part of a gallery at the Potentialist and yeah and that's it just de- de- hey, de- that, that art show making money cool. moves yeah like it. and then Dilla Day is coming up I'm excited for that one on yeah Thursday. check that out this Thursday night mm-hmm. where's that at again is that uh, at West, West Street, Street Market yeah. Day. to Artie, everyone else nice. that's throwing that on. Mm-hmm. Key wink. The homies in the room are also going to be there. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, Our very special guests. So might as well. That's an awesome segue. Introduce you know? them. So here we got the this group of DJs, this collective that everybody wants to see. Mighty crew. Yes. All the time. And every time they go places, there's a bunch of girls and a bunch of good music out there. And today in the studio at the Honeycomb Hideout, we have... The, da, thermite, da, da, da. the thermites. Welcome, welcome to the honeycomb, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, introduce your guys yourself one by one. I got the point to go first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, DJ Elzo. Um, yeah. Do I need AKAs? If, you got, if you got one. Elzoni yeah. is crunk. AKA <laughs> Elzoni is crunk. AKA Zonuff. AKA. I think it's yeah, about yeah. it. Elzo, Elzo does it. Elzo does it, yeah. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> I'm Wes. <laughs> Call me Destruct. Destruct. Thermite's crew. Mm-hmm. What about his other ones? I already heard a couple other ones. Oh, let's see. Sometimes they call me Wesley Pipes. What else? <laughs> what do you call me, Jamal? Encyclopedia Red, we heard? Yeah, Encyclopedia heard Red. Psycho. That's, a, that's what it's, Cyclo Red, mm-hmm. for short. I'm feeling that one. Okay, what about, what about you? What about you? My name is Jamal. Everyone knows him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sax One. Uh, Stacks of Wax. The Mayor. Termites Crew. The I don't mayor. know about that Mayor <laughs> shit. <laughs> The motherfucking mayor. You got his. Y'all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, representing the Thermite Sound System. Um, Nice to be here and chop it up with y'all. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for coming. Thank you. This has been a long time. Packing into the Honeycomb Hideout, all of you together. Mm -hmm. Is that what this is called? The The Honeycomb Honeycomb Hideout? You motherfuckers are killing me. (laughs) 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 It's a trip listening to you guys and being here because I listen to you guys on my headphones. All, All the, the time thing. at work. Thank oh, thank, thank you. you. So it's it sounds exactly the same because I'm wearing headphones, but now I got to hear my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. No one likes their own voice. I hate it. I don't like mine. Nope. So uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, tell them, tell tell the listeners what you're about, so to speak. Sure. <laughs> Jake, uh, the collective goal. You're yeah. hitting the Xbox. That's what that noise is. Oh, shit, I, uh, I think it. I think my honestly, head. it was a. Uh, before we even became a crew, it was already like we were already like coagulating since Lorenzo was like really young. And Derek, who is not here, is also one of the main members of the crew. Can't leave uh, Ecto out. But uh, those dudes have been DJing in this area for a long time. Since I, when I first came here, 
92. Where'd you come from? Uh, I originally was from Stockton, and then I went to school down in, in L.A. for a year, got a music scholarship, and then got, got also was accepted up here, so started the jazz program at UNR. Ooh. And right, right instantly, you know, like minds start to come together. So there would be like events, and there was like TME and Ha Crew, and, and you know, as far as the, the graffiti for mm-hmm. crews around at the time. And then there was a couple of DJs, um, but these two dudes stuck out, you know, like a sore thumb. They were just like <laughs> on point. And I was also like 11. Yeah, he was, <laughs> I he was, was like, yeah, this uh, is a long like, ass time ago. Yeah, was it like wasn't on 92. Yeah. He was like six years old and shit. Yeah. No, well, I'm saying that's when I got here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when I got here. Okay. We started hanging out, what, 98? Yeah. So I was 12. 12. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then come to find out, I met Wes through completely different avenue. But then I come to find out that Wes and Lorenzo and... Derek have a history from Carson Gardnerville area, so I was like, "All right, Whoa, so this is nice. This is yeah." <laughs> I grew up. up. I grew up in Carson. <laughs> straight uh, up. I graduated from Douglas. Yeah, so oh. I know. I know Carson Valley. <laughs> yeah, real well. It's tight, huh? <laughs> so I mean, I guess I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> <got> the Starbucks. <laughs> us as a group was, uh-huh. was our. We were already coming together before we decided to try to be cool and hip hop and say we got a crew. <laughs> yeah, we were already coming together. Come to to find out, we all were really in the digging for records. Mm-hmm. We we're all uh, really in the hip hop, of course. Um, Derek and Wes are both like pretty proficient beat makers, so we've been dabbling with that. Like you know the last. Hopefully this year we're gonna actually put some stuff out. All right, all right. So that's a little pressure on us. I'll fucks with that. Um, But uh, yeah, we got some stuff in the works. So to actually release some music, and then you know, as far as us uh, playing together, we a couple of gigs just started coming in to me, and I think I I like Lorenzo. Everyone was DJing, but I would start like pulling people in and going. Because I wanted to DJ with these cats more. Yeah. yeah. So I started just doing it regularly. And then one time, I I think I came up with like three names and they, they all got laughed at. <laughs> I, think Thermites, I think Thermites got laughed at too. But it what just, were the other names? They were, I think what, Thermites what were the got other laughed names? at the most. I think <laughs> they, they, yeah, start. it just didn't matter. Yeah, what were the other I names? I bullied though? that shit. Chemtrails. In. Chemtrails? Oh, Chemtrails. Yeah. Oh, Chemtrails. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. That's wow. all Jamal. That's wow. all Jamal. Yes. If it was me, it would be like some old B-boy stuff. But Like what? I don't know. Say something. <laughs> I, I never thought of a we name. We can switch it tomorrow. Say something. <laughs> okay, so the first thing I, I, very I Googled quiet. Thermite on accident. Instead oh, of the, well, no. I Googled Thermites, and uh-huh. Thermite came up. What you got? It's a pyrotechnic composition oh. of metal powder. That's because our shit is hot. Hot! <laughs> It's just fire. I mean, thermites is pretty that, dope, man. Yeah, no, the thermites. I, I, Especially when you explain it like that. Yeah. yeah. It's hot shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's basically what's it's going powder on. that blows up. Yeah. What about you? Hot shit. You, Elza, shit. where'd you come from? Background, all kinds of... Uh, well, like... Uh, like in general or like just music? Yeah, like, well, like Carson, you know? Okay, and then well, like just- I was born in L.A., but I ended up moving with my grandparents when I was a little kid. <laughs> What got me into DJing was when I was really young, like 11, 10 or 11 or something like that. Um, my cousin, who is Ecto-1, moved into my house uh, for the summer. You know, Unified school districts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
he's four years older than me. So he, he brought, he had already had a set of turntables. He brought his turntables and they were horrible little belt drive turntables and whatever, mm-hmm. but I was just a kid. So I was yeah. like, I want to do what he's doing. You know what I mean? And, uh, so, you know, throughout the span of like a year or two or something like that, I would just mess around on the turntables and, and you know, my grandparents bought me my first set of turntables. They were like some horrible plastic. Another horrible one. Yeah. yeah like, you know, <laughs> gotta start got somewhere my, though. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so by the time I was no joke, 12 years old. Well, okay, hold on. So <laughs> what really pushed me over the top was, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, MTV showed like a week of like old school hip hop tribute. So they were playing like crushed groove and, uh, Beat Street, and they were doing like interviews with Grandmaster Flash and, and Run DMC and the Fat Boys, you know, and stuff like that. And I was like, these DJs are so cool. I want to do what they do. So that was really what got. I was like, I want to do exactly what they're doing, you know. MTV coming in the clutch. Crazy. And then, yeah, and I recorded Beat Street off of MTV and I watched it like every day. <laughs> You're like the third guest that's talking yeah, about exactly. I yeah. love that movie. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Salute to Epic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Epic, he's, yeah. He's got some gigs now he's killing it too yeah yeah Yeah, we're gonna have him on again so don't worry about it uh but anyways trying to span across the the time here by the time i was 14 i started going and djing shows when i was not sneaking in sneaking in well oh man so i learned that if you're early yeah really young early luckily i had this like peach fuzz mustache so (laughs) no everyone you know none the wiser (laughs) they had no idea so yeah I learned that back in the day, if you just showed up to a show or a bar with a bag of records and like some headphones, they're going to, and you just tell them like, oh, I'm DJing. They'll be like, okay. Cause yeah. nice. Dot com and Buddha used to do the blue lamp. You would catch me if you can DJ. <laughs> so <laughs> shit. yes, by the time I was 15, I did Tuesday nights at the blue lamp, Thursday nights at the hideout and Friday nights at the Zephyr. And I wasn't even <laughs> legally allowed to be in any of those places. Dang. But I was DJing. Damn. Man. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That is that is awesome. And then I, I so t- when you're DJing and the girl walks up to you and's like, "Your car is so cool. You're so cute. Can I buy you a drink? I'm not drunk. Do you want my phone number?" Then what happened? Uh. <laughs> 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 Shots fired. Right off the blast. Right off the blast. He called his shot. He's all, "Do you know all the words to a Grand Poobah song? If you don't get yeah, the if she doesn't, she doesn't know who Grand Poobah is. Then I'm not wasting my time." <laughs> No, Standards. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> well, she anyways. wanted you to be her grand poobah. Yeah. <laughs> Comment. <sighs> anyways. Yeah, that's a good one. That happened, I'm, people. That's why yeah, it yeah. really happened, and I got scared and ran away. Uh, <laughs> long story short, in that span of time that I was really young and doing stuff, I was DJing for hip hop groups. I was DJing with Jamal back in the day. Um, you know, doing cool DJ stuff, and I wasn't even old enough. To be in these places, that's you know? awesome. So you've been you've been getting a feel for the scene for a long yeah, time. Of, of real, well, I Lorenzo, took a long break when I was, was a teenage. Prodigy. Lorenzo was hella cool Man. when he was really young, and like every there was a couple of times where we would have like anytime we had like a budget or like I mean, not to say <clears throat> this this is another avenue of me, I guess, is for music because I'm mm-hmm. a musician first, and I'm in a couple groups. So anytime something would happen, whether it was who cares. Or whether it was Kaiser, we would just pull him along, mm-hmm. and like some. Not to be weird, sometimes he didn't know what the hell he was getting into. He yeah. was just like, I'm, awesome. "I'm going." He was yeah, young, awesome. and he was like, "I'm." If I get the DJ, I'm going. So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah. So, so you knew 
from a very early age yeah. exactly what you wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. And then it just it got, you know, I developed like a my own style and I practiced. All I did through middle school was, was practice scratching every day. And uh, so once I figured out, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm getting my own style. I'm, I'm kind of getting better at it and better at it. That's all I wanted to do. The passion. Yeah, the it was passion. cool. All right, Wes, you're up. Well, shit. Um, <laughs> let me just tell you about the first time I met Lorenza. Because oh. that's the first time I started DJing around here. Oh, so, okay, okay. So I, I used to work at this coffee shop in Carson City. And uh, some I think some of the like local punk kids and stuff found out I collected records Ooh. and DJed a little bit. And somehow word got to Lorenzo <laughs> that I was a DJ. And so one this day out funny. of the blue, one day out of the blue, this little kid comes in like 13 this shit years is old funny. and he goes like, Hey, are you Wes? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I heard you're a DJ. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, what's up? You want a battle? <laughs> right off the top. <laughs> right off the top. <laughs> I'm still trying to battle you. <laughs> <laughs> right off the top. Yeah. I must test my style like it's yours to see who's this better. And, dom- and then he'd get me to drive him up to <coughs> Reno so he could go to these gigs and stuff. And I'd, I'd play every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I always like I was always trying to make beats <coughs> and I always collected records. But like DJing was sort of secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and I kind of gave it up. And then Jamal, he kind of dragged us all back out. I just pulled them he all out. He got excited about really doing a... it. We were all like, fuck this yeah. shit. I'm bitter. <clears throat> like, it's too much work. And then he was like, oh, I'll just book the gigs. You guys show up. <coughs> cool. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Let's do that. It sounds like fun. <laughs> like, I don't have to do any of the part I, like, suck at. So, yeah, it's it all comes together. Everybody. <coughs> real squad vibe. Yeah. yeah I yeah, pretty much exactly. forced them. They didn't have a chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what's cool? Uh, that we don't even, it's not even a thing to us, but something that should be brought up to people that don't know what we do is we only play vinyl. All of us. We only play vinyl records, and it's not even like something we throw on the flyers anymore. Because it's, it's like, it's, it's not just some, your reputation. It's just now. the way, it, at least for me, it's the way I learned how to DJ. So I continue to do it that way. I'm sure it's the same for Wes. And um, I don't hate on people. Who no, and play, I don't hate on uh, computer stuff because I've seen people get down. Yeah, I've seen. You know, I've seen. I've seen. It's a little fun to hate on them though. Sometimes I've seen. <laughs> just, just I've seen fun. Shortcut play a set, and I was like. He was using a computer. He was using Serato. Yeah, and he played shit you can't get. Oh no! For sure. And I've I seen was some like, "That's shit. the thing is, he's actually yeah. being a DJ. He's like, well, if I'm gonna use this, I'm gonna play some shit that you, you know what I mean? Because like stuff off mixtapes that were never on wax. You know? I mean, he it, was playing all kinds of stuff. I mean, he was playing stuff that you could probably get, but if you did, you like coming out the pocket. Oh shit! Okay. You know? So it was like it really elevates the possibilities. And lowers the bar, and you have to take mm-hmm. the good with the bad. And it's done a lot of wonderful things having a computer, and I think it's also changed things in a way that, like, for me personally, where very few DJs like are known for their collections, where that used to be a thing. So that's kind of like sad for me personally because I think that's a cool part of the culture. True. But also it's it's cool to see what the next generation does and how they like mm-hmm. take the possibilities and go, "Oh, we can we can just do something totally new with all this technology." We it's don't like that with, 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 with hip hop right with now. Produ- yeah, in general with production, yeah. with with you know, MCing like kids, you know, 12-year-olds with their iPhone 
yeah. make a beat and start rapping over it. And they yeah. download from YouTube, you know? And they look, you know, they watch and see how to do it on a YouTube video. I saw something. But, you know. They were saying this dude who has a beat on Damn, Kendrick, made it on an iPhone. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. On Damn made I mean, you know what, iPhone. though? I got to yeah. tell you, when I hear stuff like that, I can't hate on that because when I was in seventh grade, <laughs> we had a tape recorder mm-hmm. next to another tape recorder that we would take two bars and we would loop those two bars for like two and a half. If you could loop those two bars for two and a half minutes, we thought we were fresh as fuck <laughs> and we had our shit. Yeah. Yeah, My cousin was Disco Damon, and I was Jammer <laughs> Jamal. And we were like 10, fool. Hey, hey, we thought Jamal. we were fresh. We mm. thought we were fresh. All right, that's yeah. why I like to see this. So I'm like, saying, no, that ain't, awesome. I don't really think that's mm. no different than a kid. No, it's not. No. It's the same thing. Yeah. They're just like using they're different do, tools. They're doing what they can do to and get like, what they can like get. Using an iPhone to the max like that, you know? Because it was like what Stacy or Steve Lacey that did. Now, it. I would say yeah. that if you're a kid and you're out there, this is the thing that I would like to say. If you're trying to really do this and that's where you start, that's cool. But once you start to get into something, you should tap into some people who are older, not for them to develop mm-hmm. their style to be older, but not to be weird. Like, I mean, let's change idioms. Yeah. When I was playing jazz, when I was really young, it was like a, my sophomore year in high school, I couldn't drop $1,000 on a mouthpiece. And this cat that used to be in the stand, Kitten Big Band, I was taking lessons from him. And he saw some promise in me, and he like gave me this. I didn't know how much the mouthpiece is worth, mm-hmm. but it's worth a lot of money. And I could have never paid for it. And I'm pretty sure that if kids come around people like us and we have stuff that they need yeah, to make their stuff just a little, hell yeah, it would help a kid. I would no. give them a mic. But that's, I would give them what I could, yeah. you know? So it's like those are the type of things that you learn mm-hmm. as far as to gain the tools. I mean, think about it. I mean, that's, you know, with the thing we're trying to start, the the hip-hop thing we're going to mm-hmm. try to start in yeah. Holland, mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why I want to do that is like a kid can't get an MPC. Yeah. A kid can't get two techniques and a mixer. Mm-hmm. But we're going to put that shit right in front of them exactly. and go, now you got it. Yeah, and it's just weird because hip-hop in general, they don't mentor like the next generation. And but I, they do. Not all of them, though. And that's I, the problem. And like that's why there's that separation. That's the problem. There's the separation. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, they're competing against each other. And like hip hop came from like competition too, you know, like I'm better than you. I could rhyme you know, better than you. But like I'll, there's still I'll a little tell bit you of this. a caliber. I'll tell you yeah. this. Just to bring it up because I know we, it's part of like the conversation of if you talk about hip hop now. And, ta- and Sean put something on uh, online today that made me think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he put something <laughs> so that said, good. you know, so if, you only, if you only listen to 90 hip hop, you, you're not really about down the, for the whole culture. You're mm-hmm. old. You know, so I started thinking about that. But what I would like to say, the thing that I think is the disconnect for me that much is I don't see a connection for people who are doing like emceeing or DJing now who are actually connected to someone who could show them like what it was before. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know where things were, you don't really know where you're going. You just fly by the seat of your pants. And that's cool. If if you if you get money and shows and whatever, but that's not really what it's about. Oh, we forgot to warn it, people. Yeah. This one's all about hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> no. Keep going though. Yeah. No, but like there's there is some new artists that you could you could definitely sit, like listen. I, I mean and like production I take, wise. I take Kendrick then, for instance. I love that he actually yeah. knows about what came before. Yeah. J. Cole. J. Cole. There's another one. There's another there's a bunch of cats. Mm. And it's not that I even hate on the era of now. That's not what 
what I would say it'd be like. I mean, maybe it's just for me. I mean, I think about, you know, in 98, if you were watching Talib and yeah. Most Deaf for the mm-hmm. first time and you looked around, like, what would people be dressed like? Like, if you go to a show right now and you start looking around, you're like, is this a hip-hop show? No, but it's different, though, because, like, I always give this example, like, uh, when Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, they all look like rock stars, you know, tight leather pants. They were trying to be Cameo. Mesh. No, but, like, that's that's who they- They were trying to be P-Funk. That's who they looked up to, though, was rock no, stars. for sure. You know? So, like, when people wear the tight pants and the leather, like, now and stuff like that, like, I'm not hating on it because that's, like, you know, that rock star lifestyle. That- the people I looked up to were doing that at the very well, like, like, trying to well and the other like, thing like is Houdini. Like, but you know, people always you know, dress to stand out in hip hop yeah. and it, the boundaries have been pushed so far now mm-hmm. that like they feel like they gotta do this crazy stuff to like stand out mm-hmm. and put themselves out there. See, but back it's in gimm- the, it comes and, across as gimmicky. I don't know, I guess I would think back in the nineties the way to stand out was to be a better rapper than the That's guy. what I mean. Yeah. It's gone now, way too far. Yeah. You know, and so, back in the day the nineties were all about Sounding unique and sounding different. As that was the I other point. Sounding now, like you're telling everyone the, wants to sound exactly sounding the same. like where you're from. That yeah. was the this other. is a big shift where all of a sudden everybody's from the internet and there's no more <laughs> yeah. regional scenes. Everybody's overly influenced by everything mm-hmm. and it's this giant melting pot and it's just going to be different. Yeah. It's, it's just never going to be we the same. We were talking the other like day that. and I, I was explaining, I was like, I told my students, like, they were doing a project on themselves. I was like, pick a song that explains you. What's your favorite type of music? And I was like, one girl put trap music. And I was like, six years ago, no one would even have said yeah. that. And I, you know, I haven't been teaching that long, but I've already seen like with like teenagers how it shifted. Where like that's the prism they view hip hop in is through like trap. Like this kid was like, oh, I got some trap beats. I want you to hear. I got some trap beats. He's like, I make trap beats. And I'm like, okay, okay, like that's cool, but also like it's up to us to be like, all right, like do you want to understand where that came from? Right. Like, there's more to this than just that. Well, not only I don't know, I don't want to be a hater all night, but is <laughs> not only do people make the same beat over and over, but they're they're purposely using the same exact sounds that that, that are already loaded on the computer, as to where sample based, boom bap, old hip hop, whatever you want to call it. It's endless. You sample a sn- one snare from one song from a record and, and toss it. You could sample a kick drum. You could sample and chop things up different as to where now not well, only it's, is, it's is it takes someone to teach them that though. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Because like they want, they're not going to naturally discover it. I do feel we're at a point where kids don't. It's like a. It's almost cool to not care about the old school or like mm-hmm. the, the well, eras before. The other thing I was going to say when we were talking earlier, when I was saying initially that they they not to say that they don't have like a lineage to like come from something you know what i mean i I mean i look at it as not to be weird i'm a jazz musician and when we came up like the one of the first things we'll ask someone is like who you study with Mm -hmm. like what band have you been at and who you study with because you're and then we know who you get now we know how we Mm -hmm. know how where you're coming from you know what i mean and when people are like oh like no one then we're just like not to say you can't you know have skill without that but it's like i look at it skill then it comes down to skill that point. I mean, it, at least no, let someone know you have a foundation. Yeah. But the other thing I was going to say is what Lorenzo said is um, when someone is doesn't go out of their way to not sound original. Like, I mean, I know like it's a different era. I know it was a different thing. Like I, I'm talking about when I was young and I thought I was fresh. 
<laughs> I thought yeah. I had bars. I, I had <laughs> rhyme books. Yeah, like yeah. I thought I was mm-hmm. on something. Mm-hmm. And I never would want to sound like Wes. Yeah. Or never would want to sound like Lorenzo. I wanted to be my own shit. When I heard Wes say something, I'd be like, damn, that's why I gotta come up with something that fresh. That's me. Not well, I think I'm the gonna, people not that I'm gonna go. But the people who really but the people who stand out and really pop out are the ones that do that still. Just like we were talking about general TV, kids are the biggest viewers of content and kids are on the internet and they're seeking yeah, just like we were talking about MTV and everything else they're seeking out their peers and that's so that's why you're seeing and yes you're exactly right like if you don't know what's been before you then you're just you're just going to speak whatever's on your mind at the time and most of the youth like most of us go through similar shit so we all have we're all going to have the same similar fucking ideas and we're all going to write from that similar exactly. space mm-hmm. that similar headspace so exactly. yeah but I, yeah i just yeah it's it's not the only thing people. So not to shift gears, yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get real. We're gonna get real conscious and real political and yeah. real. Okay. We're gonna pull some strings. You, had a right qu- you have a question for us? Yeah, yeah. I got a. Que- I got a question yeah. for everybody in the room. All right. All right. Now Lorenzo brought this up a long time ago. There's this cat named Byron Hurt that did this uh, this documentary called. Can you look up the documentary by Byron Hurt? Yep. Um, I can't. I don't want to say the name wrong. But um, it but, basically mm-hmm. deals with all kinds of patriarchal, homophobic, um, just like uh, not to be weird, but it's like, I mean, we're not, and not to say like black people or the people who started hip hop, but it's like the black culture is, is definitely intertwined heavily with hip hop, yet a lot of what we hear is detrimental to black culture. Mm-hmm. If you really think about well, it's it, commodified. it's commodified. Yeah. It's because it's commodified. Well, but but and so what? What I'm asking is, how do we look at what we, not to say we as DJs, like what we like? Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. I'm just coming off the top of the head. That new Anderson pack, I love it. Yeah, okay. now, actually, the new one, not Matt, not what's the new one? Oxnard, new Oxnard. Oxnard, not that one. Malibu. That was cool. I li- Malibu is my jam. The song with Q-Tip is. I love Malibu. That's some good music. No, that shit's fire. I I think it's, but, like, it's like night and day for me to, because he's got some songs where he doesn't say nigga Mm -hmm. every damn word, but then he's got some songs where he does, and it's it's like a light switch for me now. Like, it used to be, like, Lorenzo asked me one time, he was like, (laughs) he was like, you play all the conscious stuff. You don't really play... Whoop de whoop whoop, and I was like, you know, when I was younger, I used to play just not to be weird, but like what is trendy, mm-hmm. like you know, when I was coming up and when NWA first started, we were all bumping down that shit. You know, I'm from East Stockton. You try to think I wouldn't bump in too short in NWA, oh, it and I, you know what I mean. And but free? but you when I started, when I started, but when I keep I, it real, I I do throw that, that one out every day. once. In, I, Sexual I've, healing. I've thrown that out every once in a Freaky while. Freaky tales. But combo, what I'm saying is, yeah. as a as a panel, you guys get down with a lot of hip hop and you promote this this thing. And I know you guys are involved with the, some other stuff that we're getting together. Us as DJs playing music like what is our responsibility to promote what to what as far as like i mean we can't if we're gonna sit here and go me too movement and we're gonna sit here and go well you know black people should get this or get that 
But when y'all call niggas and bitches all day, then we cool with that. I like can, you can sit yeah. here and completely degrade this black woman, but then we're on Saturday we're going to a march. Like you, you, you're like you're chopping off your foot and then walking up yeah. the street. You're like hurting yeah. yourself. But it's it's hard because <laughs> like you have to show the whole culture, and in cultures there's good stuff, there's bad stuff, you know, mediocre stuff. In any culture, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. So, but like yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like, played some, you know, stuff that degrade women, like, but you have to see the whole circle. You have to see the whole page, you know? I mean, I try, so, like, I, I have, and like you have, I have, and that's, I've and that's been around it for a while, yeah. and I've tried to, but I mean, I honestly look at it like, if I'm going to stand here, not to be mm-hmm. weird, I mean, I don't, I don't think of myself as an activist, but like, I'm a warrior. I'm down to get down for some shit that's mm-hmm. if it's about my people or about the people I love, like I'm there. Yeah. Like I'm you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, how can I have that mentality? But then I'm gonna ride with like this bunch of too short. <laughs> and you know, yeah. I mean, this is the thing that I would say, not to say that I would okay, so you make some stuff like that or whatever, but it's like I've heard it out of two shorts mouth mm-hmm. on that interview where he's like, I told them like I've already done the freaky tales to death. I've done a couple albums of that. Now I want, and he already he had conscious songs back then. Yeah, where he was where he was doing like from the get go, letting know what's going on in the hood. But he was like, I want to make some 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 shit that I want to do. And they were like, do one more, one more, no more nasty, dirty, titty. I mean, I think as an artist, you have to make a stand somewhere. Like, don't make that music. That's I mean, ultimately. Like who's making the music and who's who's get, you know getting the most play? Like who are people feeling? Like as an artist, you should make music like that. As a consumer, don't you know support music like that? I think it's harder for us to take a stand because, like when I look at the radio show, like we're not like we don't play R. Kelly, but like other songs and shit, I'll hear like bother me sometimes with the what they say, but. As the radio show, we're, we're there, you know, we're promoting the whole culture. So I think if you acknowledge it and you can you can have good conversations and talk about how, like, obviously, you know, if you play a song from 1988, like, times were different, you know. That was 30 years ago. So things that would never be said now, people might have said then. So it's something, you know, you can, as if you acknowledge it and talk about it, but, you know, but at the same time. You, if as an artist, you shouldn't still be saying shit or making stuff like that. You got to acknowledge it now. I think there's a line between like um, controversial and like fetishized ignorance. Oh, I like that. And I, I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going. I with think this. sometimes people want to lump them together, um, but there's a lot of controversial music that I love to listen to. But I see, so I make I make pipes for a living, and I see this huge group of like white people like white males that love like migos and stuff like that and i think I they knew you like were gonna it bring because this up. it's exceptionally like they, they specifically like the dumber songs not the better songs the ones where like the the chorus is one word over and over and over and over and over again it's funny to them and it it yeah, I think so, and it it makes me uncomfortable it does it's uh and like I if j cole talks about, about that like if 
a public enemy song if you think about like a white kid in the suburbs like rapping along to that like how does that make you feel and it's like okay that's makes cool. me feel happy that's cool now think about yeah that's, think about versace no, j cole versace, talks versace, about versace, that versace. in that song where he, he versace, goes in versace, on, on versace, little pump. Versace. like j cole makes mm-hmm. that very point he's K-O-D. like these white kids are dancing it like you like or like dancing like you while they're laughing at you and like it is like fetished it bothers me when i see like super uh, suburban white kids who don't listen to any other hip hop, but they're fucking yeah, like you said, bumping Migos super hard, saying fam and shit like that, like <laughs> that type M- of shit. They're gentrifying the fucking music. I'm not feeling it. That yeah. shit makes me mad, and I think that's part of like the pushback against some of these newer rappers is that because that's how they are viewed by it's a big white market kids. too, yeah. and it, and that's are who's you buying their music. To walk away from that market. You know, are, this are, is exactly what J. Are Cole you says going in his to record. Prop your whole career up on that market and pretend you're not. Because he's like, those kids in the show aren't looking like you. They didn't come out like you. They're not rocking like you. They just like to party like you. Here's the thing that trips me out. Not even to like think about, okay, what's our stance on it, but just as a concept to make someone flip and think something like this. Like, you know how many women I've heard call each other bitches? Mm hmm. But like you're, you're like so I'm like so you're trying to tell someone like give you respect, but I can call my girls that you can't tell me to blah blah blah. But you know what I mean? It's the same thing with the uh, flip. It's like this, it's the same thing as the word nigga. Like, I was gonna just, say because we talk you, about this in my if, class. If it's you're the gonna same say thing. that on a regular basis, if you're gonna call people that on a reg, if you're gonna put that in a rap song, ninety. Okay, you got two verses and niggas in your verse twenty six in your song twenty six times. It's the most prevalent thing in your motherfucking rap, is you saying nigga. But the other part of that is like, there is no, like people say black culture, but it's not like all black people think alike. It's not like all women think alike. So some people aren't, for whatever reason, they're maybe, I don't know, I'm not going to assume they're less educated. They just don't care. They're not offended by that word. Like, when we talk about the N-word in my class... Like kids, like will cite people, like black people saying that they don't care that other people say it, and I'm like, well, no, everyone does not think that alike. I totally understand. That's the, that. the that's the hard part about it. But I'm just like, saying you can't. It's it's like you know, you could look at anyone who says that word prevalently like that to be like, man, like you can't go to the Black Power rally with your fist up, saying that all the time. It's just like. It's a contradiction, and you got to put that in your mind. I can't make you. But they don't. I mean, see. they disagree. Like Killer Mike would disagree. I mean, that's so. That's another. And like, there's said, another contradiction because you were. We were talking about who Caesar posted the thing about the show, mm-hmm, about which, his new show, and one? I'm like, so he's trying to be an activist, but he's up in a strip club. <laughs> I guess I you know what I mean so I'm like what hmm. I don't know what kind of message are you sending like okay girl like I'm gonna stand up here for black people but if you subjugated and you broke and you got some nice breasts then I'm willing to like commodify you and I don't care about it but when it comes to some black people I'm gonna stand up for some shit it's weird to he me. doesn't look at yeah I mean I feel like he doesn't look as those strippers as commodified I don't know he just they're everyone's products of their environment, so I think there's a difference between authenticity and glorification. Exactly. Yeah. Well. And I, he's not glorifying me, I think it. That's he's it's that's, that's his where life. I draw the line. Is is I usually am turned off by glorification, but if you're telling me about 
what you're going through and I'm feeling that like, and it's different from what I go through. I'm interested. Even if some of the content might be controversial. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It is. It's like, like, and that's what I think. I just tell when we do this with my student, like I have them research it, the history of the word, like going back to its roots. They listen, like I have them research, like, look up different people's opinions, watch videos, and then they have to write like a public policy speech, like where do they stand? And you know, like, and then, I, and then afterwards I tell them what I think and I'm like, this is just me personally. This is why I think this, you know, like, yeah, when I was in, you know, seven, second or third grade and all my friends and we all called each other niggas saying it all the time. And then like, but like an older kid, like my neighbor was like four years older than me. And he's like, stop saying, he was like, stop saying that word. I catch myself still every once in a while, and every time I th- it makes me think about it even more when I do it. But it's becoming less and less, and I'm just trying to, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel look like at it like black. Some black people say it less, but other people are saying it more. Mm-hmm. I agree. I discourage all my white friends from saying it. Mm-hmm. And that's about <laughs> as far as I can me. say yeah. on that. Like yeah. the rest of it. And that's like, the other point too. It's like you if you're a black person, if you're a black person, and you're gonna get pissed at some white person for saying it. But you're gonna say it all day, like it's our. Like I remember, well, who was the the host that said it? And then Ice Cube was like, "We took that back." Like, nah, man, that's stupid. You sound ignorant. I'm sorry. Charlemagne even said Charlemagne's like he talks about it. He's like, I. He's like, I fucking can't get mad at someone else for saying it when I say it. He's like, it's something I have to work on. He's like, teach people how to treat you. And they True. will only treat you the way you, they allow them to. And he's like, he's like, I don't get mad at Paula Dean saying the word. I don't get mad at these other white people saying the word. He's like, I, he's like, it's like I should be getting mad at people who look like me for saying the word because he's like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. He's like all these people. They would. He's like, it's the Boondocks episode when Martin Luther King comes back. That's how you know. And I know like older people, especially, that's how they view it. But then like you know like I, it's so hard for me to get through to. A thirteen-year-old who's grown up saying it every day, and his dad use you know his dad use everyone in his family uses it, yeah. and that's how they've grown up. It's like, how do I get through to them? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I just try and educate them and make them at least like a- acknowledge that contradiction and try and reason with it. I'm gonna keep throwing curveballs. <laughs> you took over the show. Are we playing baseball? Yes, we are. That. I fucks with that. Here's the slider. All right. Every second Saturday, I just locked in a bunch of stuff with Pete, so I'll give you guys the dates, too. Right. See, this is what we do. This is new I to me. I book this stuff. Boom. And then I call them and go, hey, I booked this. Are you coming? <laughs> come get some cheddar. I'm like, come on, fool. Bring come your turntables this time. Sometimes it's earlier in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> show. I never try to fuck with Wes until after one, because he's like... He's like, I'm having coffee. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm always having coffee, though. Damn right. Damn right. All no, day, every day. Second Saturdays, all through the summer, starting tomorrow or the ninth. Mm-hmm. Is is that the first one? The ninth would be the first second Saturday. Yeah, the ninth is February. Yeah. yeah so I think we're doing that one, and then Love everyone throughout the summer, at least, I got them booked. Is uh, Saturday Love. By the thermite sound system. So are we doing this Saturday? Every second. Tomorrow? Yes, Next Saturday. Well, and tomorrow. Does, yeah. 
know. Mm. And, and <laughs> Even though it's every home. second Saturday, don't be surprised if you go there on the first Saturday. And <laughs> yeah, you still we get in where we fit in, but I'm Saturday. just saying <laughs> everyone's gonna know. There's second Saturday. Saturdays. That sure. is one because I'm gonna try Saturdays. to. We're gonna try to work out some food trucks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try to get some some <laughs> yes, <laughs> not to be cheesy, but like some possible alcohol or sponsors, merchandise sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, yeah, we got people for that. We're going to do some stuff with K-Week and definitely with you cats. Yeah. All right. The Boogie Down Book Club. Yes. Let's make some moves. And uh, Salutes to everyone in the Boogie Down. Yeah. You know, try to get some, some live news art as soon. well every mm-hmm. once in a while. So working on some. We're going to add Boogie Down things. to the website. Yeah. So I have a question. No Facebook so second Saturdays at the Loving Cup, you can come and see the Thermite Sound System system system. What system. was the first hip hop album that like. You were like, oh my God, this has changed your world. Just, you were like, fuck. It's going to show your age too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us how old you are. Yeah. Like, what the album was. Me? Yeah. Anybody. Any, any, yeah. It's for all three of you guys. We're not we're not talking about like the first hip hop album. Not like the first one. Just no, the one that we were just like, like one where you like this shit has shifted and this this part like it changed the game. For example, for like for me, mm-hmm. like I remember hearing like Most Def and Talib Kweli and being like, all right, like I'm not you know like I'm not from the fucking hood. Yeah. I can't pretend to be a gangster right. rapper, but um, I could fucking listen to this shit. I could see myself rapping, saying shit like this because they were dropping knowledge like. In a new way, you know, I'd listen to KRS One and shit like that, but like when I heard uh, what was the, the, Black the, Star, Black Star, no, Black I Star. was just like, I just listened to that record oh, the other shit. day, and it's still like a perfect album. That album's so okay. good. It's good shit. I'm so, trying to think. Mine's either uh, it's a toss up. Um, uh, I remember when I was really young, in that same su- summer that my cousin lived in my house, I was <laughs> uh, more money, more problems came out. Oh shit! <laughs> no, that's not the song. But that song came out and I loved it. The Puff Daddy, Biggie song, and Mace. Oh, and shit. my that cousin. shit comes on. I'm still like, <laughs> I wish I had a Rolex. I was the way like, side I to was, side. Three you know, Rolex young. And I liked side it. To side. But my cousin uh, was like, if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to to Biggie, you need to listen to the old Biggie. So he bought me uh, the Ready to Die album. That's good because that's, the, guys play that's that the Biggie stuff after anymore. he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? I didn't what? hear the question. Okay, I just wanted. To... What'd you say, Jake? Uh, do you guys play that stuff still? Like, doesn't isn't that absolutely? Yeah, kind of. All, I I I do isn't a lot that of that. Kind of hit on some mm. of the points we yeah. were debating earlier. Mm. So so ready to die for you, Elza. It's either ready to die or um, uh, a song called uh, I think it's called "Are You Ready" by the Boot Camp Click. Oh shit! And that's it's, Sean P. That's some hard body shit. That's yeah, my yeah, shit right yeah. there. Well, I was, once again, I was really young, and mm-hmm. I saw the video, and that was the first time I just saw like hard ass Brooklyn, or I don't know where they're from. They're New all York, from Brooklyn. Super New York, all, of, all Brooklyn. And it wasn't. It wasn't a uh, a Puff Daddy video. No one was wearing shiny clothes. No, no they were was, on, they were on camouflage. Know, there was no fisheye lens. So camouflage entourage. It was, it was some it was, fucking Tim's on. Yeah. yeah, and it was rugged, and I was like, this isn't. This isn't what I've been listening to. And this is tight. So, you know, from then on, uh, a lot of actual, like, cassette mixtapes that I would buy, and that, like, introduced me to Beat Nuts and DJ Premier, Gangstar, and, you know, all the classics. Uh, Boot Camp. the first album? It's either, like Mike. I said, it's a toss-up. It's either Ready to Die by Biggie or or that Boot Camp Click song. 
Well, you said album, right? What song was yeah. it? So it's called Are You Ready? Are You Ready? Part two. Yeah, I think it's off casual. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I don't know. All my people. Anyways. I'd have to say um, the Crush Groove soundtrack. I had a tape of that when I was maybe like six. Shut up. I think I was six, and I had that was probably my first rap tape. Mm-hmm. So, Damn, I know that's not like the coolest. How old are you? Like, ever. like yeah. how old? To put that in perspective, how yeah. old are you? Um, I am thirty-seven. So you're my age. Yeah. So when you were like Crush Groove hadn't just. My point is that shit just hadn't come out when you were seven. Mm. No, no, it was older. It was something so like, sitting around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like the first like tape. I got well, I just have to explain on. for our listeners who don't have as much hip hop knowledge. <laughs> yeah. To while that's why that statement is so cool. Like. You found some old music yeah. and you thought it was dope. Wait, yeah, wait, exactly. Yeah, that come out, Jake. Crush Groove. Mm-hmm. How to be what eighty uh, two? Yeah, I was gonna say. I have so many facts. I I was waiting to get a Okay, so then it was brand new. It was like when it came out. 85, no, eighty five. Eighty five. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, Crush it Groove definitely like came out. Yeah. I was way too two, young to know about that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it couldn't have come out like eighty nine. No, yeah. So I mean, I get I. I guess that leads right into my shit. Yeah, what's yours? Dude, the first Run DMC album? Damn. Okay. Suck mm-hmm. it MCs. I mean, yes. he just set yeah. the pitch right up. Yeah. And I just knocked Softball yeah. shit. Baseball. More baseball shit. I wanted to be... I, there was a time that I really wanted to be Run DMC. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in Run DMC. And Who was your favorite in the Run DMC? Probably DMC. DMC? Yeah. But I learned mm-hmm. all of their rhymes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, if I went to a show and, like, one of them was like, ah, I can't do it, I'd be like, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Like, back. I was if like, you're, I got if you're, I was like, 10, I was like, if you're not, like, are you even a true fan? Like, yeah, 10. no, no, exactly. How many times did that happen in your head? <laughs> so many Every times. day. It probably like, still happens. So many Every times. Every time it goes yeah. to a show? Yeah. So many times. If DMC like, is I'm ready. Sick. I'm ready, coach. Yeah. Put me in. Put me in. I'm next on the roster. I bet you I could throw it over the mountains. That was, that was our whole thing. Like, we were like, you have to know every word. No, and on that's the, album. the thing. Yeah. You have to learn every word on the album. Mm-hmm. You have to learn every break on the album. Yes. And And then when we started to realize, like, that they were taking stuff from other stuff. Like the first couple times that I started to like, wait, that's that Run DMC song. Yeah, and then I like went, wait, I can I can I listen to that again? And I would listen to it again. I was like, oh man, that's when the DJ thing was just it was over. You talking awesome. about Bob James? No, all of it. Meet me at the Mardi Gras. That's a good one though. That's that's sucking. <laughs> Caesar, what was yours? Uh, the one that changed the game. It's it's crazy because like. I bought that salt and pepper tape. Like that's my first tape. Very necessary. <laughs> and like that was the first tape I bought, you know? But the one that really changed my shit was like thirty six chambers, you know? And it just it was so rugged, so raw, like nothing I've seen on MTV, you know, and they're like talking about being poor, like I grew up poor, like mom's single mom, like twenty years old is when she had me. And like obviously I didn't get all of it, but I got a But if that shit was Fucking cool as fuck, dude. And they were like, because they were down yeah. with comic books. Yeah, they were down like with fucking all the shit karate flips. All the shit, karate flips. All the yeah. shit I like. Like the, my dad, yeah. you know, we, like on Saturday afternoon, yeah. like he would go rent a video. He'd be watching, you know, Enter the Dragon yeah. or some Bruce Lee shit no, or some old. Like, con- we didn't. Have that was cable. my life. We didn't have cable or nothing. So like in the afternoons, there was the Kung five Fu deadly flick. venoms. Yeah, cool. there was like the Kung Fu flicks on, and then like 
you know, like what are, you know, just going to the store and there's like comic books, you know, and like watching Superman and stuff like that and them quoting stuff, them thinking themselves as superheroes, like fucking Ghostface being fucking Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark's. And shit like that. So that's the one that changed me. But like I've, I've had I it. see that shit was so cool. I never thought mm. I could be that cool. No, I was like these these motherfuckers are on another level. Like this yeah. shit is way beyond anything I could ever fucking mm-hmm. be. They like they were so yeah yeah. So like ninety three, I was like what eight years old, nine years old when it came out. Yeah, eight years old, um, about to be nine. Damn, I want to hear your guys's, but I gotta tell the story before I forget. It's really funny, All and right. you reminded me of Wu Tang. Uh, <laughs> Uh, same time that I keep talking about that summer that my cousin lived in my house, right? And I'm like 10 or 11. Uh, he has a bunch of CDs and he's got a little boom box. And uh, I loved comic books growing up. And uh, he, he had a, what Black Sabbath Iron Man mm-hmm. on CD and he showed me. The only part I cared about was the voice of him <laughs> saying Iron Man because I, you know, I was a little nerd. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, like I said, I'm 10 or 11 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He leaves. I don't know if the story's going to be embarrassing for me later or if I think <laughs> it's cool. I don't know. Just follow your heart. Uh, <laughs> so he's gone one day. His CDs are there. And I'm like, I want to hear that Iron Man voice again. That was, trip- that was tripping me out, you know? And I was like, so I went through his CDs trying to find it. trying, to- But I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. Yeah, I was didn't know. 10. I had no idea what the CD read. was. Yeah. I just know that it was, it was a CD that he had. And so I'm going through his CDs and I find Iron Man. The album. Yeah. Ghostface, Ghostface Killer's yeah. album. 94. So I stole it. <laughs> and I listened to it back and forth, trying to find the voice of Iron Man that's, <laughs> that's in a Black Sabbath song. <laughs> that's a little tough. And Black uh, Sabbath so maybe got you Iron Man. Black Sabbath taught me how to DJ. Uh, is what I'm trying to say. No, uh, but uh, that's, so, that's beautiful. So I guess I'll have to switch it over and say, say Iron Man. By okay. Iron. All right. All right. <laughs> No, and it's cool because even like the CD, like the the CD art was Iron Man's chest, but instead of the little circle, it had the Wu Tang sign, yeah. you know. Look at, and then like, dude, like that shit was so sick when you're ten years old. You're yes, like, what this shit is. And dope. it's funny because the album cover is totally different. It's just him and fucking Raekwon, him and uh, Capadonna, and, and Raekwon, and yeah. So all three of them on the cover, shopping for clothes. Yeah, or like yeah. something like yeah, and it just says Iron Man in some shiny ass letters. But you open the cover, it's Iron Man's chest piece, you know, and it's just like shit. So yeah, thanks to shout out to. To Black, Black, Black Sabbath, Sabbath. <laughs> like, for getting me in the, in the game. What? Who's making art like now? That's making thirteen-year-olds albums now. don't come out. So there's that's no the point. Thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's not. There's that's no. Thing. That's why I appreciate like when they do like take time and do uh, the album art, the in, the sleeve and stuff like that. Well, and think and back put, in like the day, notes in the back. The that Anderson was that back. was important to me. Yeah, like um, Anderson Park. Like, I like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick's album cover. Like people who really put. The, Put in thought. I mean, but those cats got yeah. bread and, and backing to to be able to put. Yeah, but together. like also like not everybody like, but they still like put forth in the album cover art, which resembles what's inside lyrically. And then it's like a full thought. Like we always talk about full thoughts from album cover to content and music to even the credits in the back. So should we talk about the thing we're going to try to do? I want to hear theirs. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I told mine. Mine was Salute to Marshall. We mm-hmm. went to Amoeba Records in Berkeley, got Black Starred. Oh, okay. And we listened Black to the Star, record yeah. the whole way driving back from mm-hmm. Reno over like four times, five times. You know times. what was funny when you were talking mm-hmm. about that? I used to, when I used to Jazz Lab One, 
at UNR, we used to, I don't mean I don't know if I'm saying this, we used to smoke before we go to Jazz Lab. You? And there was a couple of us that were really, <laughs> really, really into hip hop. One was my boy Grant Levin, who was this ridiculous piano player. So we would sit there and watch Rap City. And I had my- With my, Big I have, Tigger? I had have, I have my, no, nah, who was it back then? I don't know who it was at that time. Wasn't I feel Big Tigger was, was at the beginning. I would sit there with my VHS player and have my shit on record and pause. And like, as soon as the commercial was over, I would just press record. record. Mm-hmm. And so I got so many like monumental videos, like the very first time I ever saw them. Damn. My game was tight. <laughs> <laughs> so they come in the store. It was the long version. The very first time I ever, I, I mean, I, I caught it the first time I ever saw it. But it was that Black Star video. And when I when I was done and I pressed stop, when he's driving the cab and shit, I couldn't fucking that believe. one or the I ice couldn't cream. believe what yeah. I just saw or the ice cream. I truck. was shook. Is he driving that? A, so or he's me. driving the van. Yeah, is there's a van and he's picking up everyone. It's like that I, was way like a, later. Like, a, like I was a lot older, mm-hmm. but the very first time I saw that song was me recording that video, and I was fucking shook. <laughs> I was like, "This is the sickest." Mo- like motherfuckers is coming mm-hmm. back to some b-boy yeah. shit right now and they just came so hard it was so hard, so hard. Yeah. it was so hard not to be weird it was so african it was so jamaican it was so it was like, a mix of, and it's like oh, new york because like, it was I'm like a down mix with that yeah. i was like i can swing with that shit mm. look like keep on stuck. taking it i can answer Ooh. the questions you asked earlier mm-hmm. your question about oh, no. and the hip-hop thing all in one swoop right now let's go let's Do go it. 1991, Southern California. Snow. <laughs> Lots of, yes, yes. So I, we performed in a kindergarten class. Uh, uh, all, all the school performances were MC Hammer, Too Legit to Quit, right? So I'm six years old. Everyone in my school is the same age. We're all performing this song, and that's our school performance. I remember going and that being my first cassette that I ever purchased in my life was MC Hammer. I went out and bought that. <laughs> I listened to the whole cassette nonstop all the time. And that was my introduction to hip hop. I uh. fucking burned that shit out. Like I burned that shit out on my little play school thing, rehearsing, listening to both sides. This is like, beautiful. That was my introduction. Have to you hip-hop. ever heard of Oaktown 357? I can honestly say no. Uh, right. I can that. I can one up you real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, he, when he, I, he used to dance for him. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Six those years pan, old. Those pants. Killing it. Those pants fit him. Uh, definitely the first rap Wheezy's that here. I ever like. <laughs> Wheezy just showed up. Nickname number seven. <laughs> Go ahead, Lorenzo. Uh, when I was like five or six, I loved crisscross. See that so was no, that was, that was my first CD. Now? That was my first CD. What are you talking that about? Was, I had it on tape. I yeah. had posters. No, that was my love, first CD. You you're Chris? the same age as my brother, and that yeah. was his first CD See? too. Nice. I don't know what he's talking Shannon. about. He's gonna love Crisscross tomorrow night. I, yeah. I draw. I I pay homage to Chris yeah, yeah, Cross. yeah. And and JD for making. I need to play soccer yeah. MCs more. Yeah, that's what I. You do. Well, uh, so how we, long are we in here? We, uh, about a buck, so we should so go into to your song of the week. Yeah, so my song of the week is from Homeboy, Moose the Coolest, and his Bugatti Spaceship. <laughs> so I listen, can't wait to hear this. Shit. Listen and enjoy as we take our Red commercial break. Face smiles for fake friends. Taking off in my spaceship. 
Wise words from the OG. Go hard, poor Vida. Till you go and meet the Reaper. Get your dinero, Rabida. Can't afford to be a diva. Cause everybody need comida. If everybody just follow trends, gotta step up as a leader. Don't step up like a quarterback if you're not even a receiver. Don't act like a courier if you're not even a Nikita. Can't wait for nobody. Can't stay in your feelings. If you ain't up to speed, did you even pay attention at the meeting? That's even if you at the meeting. Secure your seat at the table. Save a little stuff for yourself. Cause nobody else gonna save you. Everybody gonna play you. Just keep your words and stay true. Cause what good is all the clout if everybody here hates you? Going hard for Vita. Going hard to the day end. Iron Chef for the Rio. Trap jumper to the AM. Go hard for my real ones. Fake smiles for fake friends. Fake love, you can't keep it. Taking off in my spaceship. Going hard for Vita. Going hard to the day end. Iron Chef for the Rio. Trap jumper to the AM. Go hard for my real ones. Fake smiles for fake friends. Fake love, you can keep it. Taking off in my spaceship. Trust a few, friend of foe, which one are you? Number one and number two, this shit you do, this shit you do, ayy. How many wishing as well, how many wishing as hell? Huh? Fuck it, I throw on my L, don't do this shit by myself. Feel me, I wrote it in Braille, look at the work you can tell. Telling these people you hate me, how about you just let yourself? Allow me to demonstrate, barely had food on my dinner plate. And niggas want a piece, I just tell them peace. Needs face to breathe, been working in my sleep. Now we fucking up the sweet, I hope they change the sheets. BRB got a blast, RIP if we crash, but the legacy is gonna last. All my problems in the past, that's hindsight. I shine bright, my time fly, this mindset. Stay strong like Popeye, why lie? Can't hide from the truth, why can't I just dip like fondue? When I try to, I feel lied to. Same reason I spaz when it's time to. Can't let you under my skin. Though with me shade, they get lost in the wind. This what it take, I was born to win. The forward progression was foreign to them. Cheat code, free throws, automatic. Seen those angels in the attic. Bad habits, me and God going at it. Angles change how I looked at it. Play your role, this typecasting. Remember selling clothes that was old fashioned. The sons of God, now we overcasting. We were outcast, now we outlasting. Going hard for Vita. Going hard to the day end. I'm chef with the Rio. Trap jumper to the AM. Go hard for my real ones. Fake smiles for fake friends. Fake love, you can keep it. Taking off in my spaceship. Going hard for Vita. Going hard to the day end. I'm chef with the Rio. Trap jumper to the AM. Go hard for my real ones. Welcome back. That was Bugatti Spaceship by Moose the Coolest. Yeah, the homie Moose. Out. You know, he's in Vegas right now. A bunch of you guys probably already know him, but yeah, bars. Played, played his song last week on the radio show. Yeah, we played a different one with uh, Jeff Moose Barnett. And Jeff Barnett, our homie. Salutes to Jeff. And then uh, we played Moose's stuff as well on the radio station, but this is new album came out last week. By the time you guys hear this. And that's, you know, track Just two. days ago. Yeah. So Bugatti Spaceship is a dope ass name. For it's a song. dope name, and like, yeah. you know, Bar's good, production good. It took him like a year and a half, maybe almost two, from his last little EP that he put out. So, but yeah, and he does production. He does he does a lot of stuff. Very creative individual. Well, next up we have phrases that phase us. Caesar, you have a word this week that you want to share with everyone. Oh yeah. So uh, the word is boosty. 
And that is Jamaican slang for like looking fresh, looking dope, feeling good. Boosty. Boosty. Yeah. What? What did you say? How do you spell it? B O A S T Y. Boosty. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a little Jamaican slang. Where'd you learn C- this? Can you huh? use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, we normally do do that. Yeah, yeah. But whoever I'm, brings up this, that is your responsibility as the word of the week bringer. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I got some. Normally fresh, it's me, but yeah, I'm yeah. too lost in the sauce. Yeah, to do it. I'm a little <laughs> lost right now too. But like, um, I don't know. I got some fresh sneakers on, and I feel a little boosty. Okay. Yeah. Can I get the country of origin? Jamaica, <laughs> if you were listening. I was. Thank you. <laughs> I. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull that one off. No, How would they just, say it, though? Because they definitely would have like a draw. Yeah, I don't have that, though. Batois. I don't have that, though. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> dis- dis- boy. See, yeah, see, I don't want to disgrace. All right, all right. See, but you sounded awesome. Though. So maybe this one, maybe not adopt, unless you are Jamaican. No, but I'm just saying just the word. Word of the week. Yeah, Boosty. but normally we give people like, you should spread this word. Mm-hmm. Boy. This yeah. one's not a fresh setting. Boy. See, word, fresh it. setting word. It's already said. <laughs> Jamal's in a reggae band. He's got a good fake pass. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Salute to Kaiser Sozo, which I was sneaking into bars like Elzo, but to see Kaiser in front of Reed. Hmm. All right. It's like Green Room back in the day, right? Yeah. Green Room. I remember mm-hmm. such. But yeah, Kaiser Sosa. Yeah, I was like, did you guys ever play? I think I saw old? you guys at the Wall, maybe a long ass time ago. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I DJed a show with them at the Wall. <laughs> no, I've never even been to the Wall before. Yes, I have. I got, <laughs> I got onion rings there. <laughs> Funyun snacks. They're delicious. All right, it's rapid fire question time. Oh shit! Bring it. You guys ready for this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. All right, we're gonna start off with a hard one. We're gonna go rapid fire already. Dude, we're already a minute, an hour and fucking twenty we, minutes into this thing. We can speak a lot of gibberish for a long time. Dude, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. looking at like the one complaint people have is that our podcast is too long. So, <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so the the short one. I like long ones. <laughs> yeah. See, cut it in two. <laughs> part one. I watched a lot two. of Office. That's what she said. <laughs> Office still on Netflix. <laughs> I'm just saying we should not have a three-hour podcast, which is where (laughs) this one's going. Shout out to Bell Schnickel. (laughs) (laughs) Too short wouldn't say that's what she said. That's all I'm saying. No, he wouldn't. Don't, 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 don't. Like okay, don't, don't, don't. don't. (laughs) We'll go to rapid fire. Yeah. What's the rapid fire? You gonna fucking rein this in? Yeah, we'll go to rapid fire. Wes Um, is gonna do the rapid fire. (laughs) All of it. So uh, no, we're just gonna ask questions. First thing that pops in your mind, say it, and then uh, we could explain then or explain later. All right. Yeah. First one, favorite genre of music. Jazz. Ah, that's rough. Jazz. I, I'll go hip hop. Okay. Jazz. Jazz. Ooh. Why? Yes. What do you mean? Why <laughs> is that your favorite? Uh. That's just because it's cool. Nah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I guess it does tie into, I mean, I'll try to keep it as short as I can. It, it does tie into me, like, as far as records or DJs, but, like, when I first started playing music, I was a bassoon player from, like, fourth to sixth grade, and I was in the youth orchestra, and my grandfather was kind of like, he, I mean, it's definitely, like, some tough love shit, but he was kind of like, Okay, whatever. <laughs> and so he would go he would go put on like a Coltrane record. You know, he was like, All right, you play bassoon, that's cool. He was like, I'll go put that. on a Coltrane record. 
And I was just like kind of blown away by it. But he was like, if you touch my records, like I'm going to beat your ass. Like don't ever you touch my playing records. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Straight up. We're going to be real. So it made me. Your a, grandpa sounds like a great man. It made me want to touch the record. That's some and hard when, body. Shit. And then when I started, when I stopped playing bassoon, and my mom was like, "You should try to," you know, my dad was like, "You should play something." Yeah, you, know, you were good. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I was like, "Oh, you know, maybe I'll try." I'll try I kind of want to be a grandpa. Now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so no. So it was like. Yeah, it, no, it that's was, good. That's good. Obviously, affected yeah. you greatly. It's yeah. definitely one of those things where they're like, yeah. "You can't touch this. Like, don't do this." Mm. But it definitely made me want to like go more. It, more. I thought it was weird because he was sitting there and he'd be like, boo boo." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Papa losing his shit right now, y'all." Papa losing his shit. I love this fool scared of shit. And then so it finally got to a point where I was like seventh and eighth grade where he would be like, okay, check this record out. Like, put it on a turntable. You can touch it. Like, this is yeah. this is what. And he had like, you know, like 50 Miles Davis records. And he was like, I bought these every day that I, when they came out. Damn. Like when Miles the album Davis came out, I was right at now. the yeah. store. I bought it. This is my original copy. And they were like, so I was like, okay, this is. You know, I told my dad, I was like, I got to get some records. So to you, Papa. I feel like you have to be a certain age mature-wise to appreciate jazz. It wasn't until I was older. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, shit. I was pretty young, though. Yeah, I was pretty young. Yeah, I was supposed to say, maybe you're old soul, but you had an older influence on you. Because like I said, I had just had mariachi, you know? Yeah. That's fresh. All it takes is liking some, some rap music. And then listening to your parents, like, jazz record just in the mm-hmm. background and hearing the loop. Yes. And being like, oh, uh-huh. shit. That's, that's where it came from. from. Yes. And and then it's kind of like, oh, this gets really deep. And then if you really look into it, I mean, it's the it's the um, the umbrella genre. Like, really everything descends from it. So I almost feel like when I say jazz, Wait, did I can say. did we just have this conversation? I can say it's jazz. It's a very wide And spectrum. in my mind kind of include, like. The majority of my record collection, all I mean, the way up um, to hip-hop. Almost all modern music, we were saying, is descended from jazz. Yes. Absolutely. And Absolutely. blues. And mm-hmm. oh, I maybe, maybe like, I saw this. Sway and, Ga- <laughs> Sway and Gary Clark Jr. were having this conversation mm-hmm. on, the, their, uh, on, on the show. On the show, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah. They made the same exact point you're making. I've seen the. I've seen a spread like a. Uh, it was like a National Geographic. This is a very rapid fire. Where no. they, but this where is they diagram just basically the history like a family of American tree. music. Yeah, mm-hmm. and jazz is the is the foundation. That's the, yeah. the foundation yeah. of music. all American music. Brought to you by black people. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because what there's two <laughs> there's two music genres that were born in America, and it was jazz and hip hop. Yeah. No. It's blues and jazz and everything, like rock and roll. All mm. the shit's from us. Mm-hmm. All the shit's from us. <laughs> He's all, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me raw. Give it to me, baby. So that was a white hip-hop. We obviously know why. Uh, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> he was right. born in it. I, well, you know, my, Derek, you simply adopted my it. My mom, and I remember before I moved away from Southern California when I was just a little kid, even my mom, you know, they were, they would like do the typical like, You'd see like a barbecue in the park, and they would just be playing "Lighter Shade of Brown." I, uh, I was picturing that "Lighter Shade" <laughs> so in my head when you, you know? said that. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just hip hop is just always. Yeah, I got into it real young, and it's just been my primary. Like it's what I'm into. It's what I like. 
I study up on, I listen to. This is going to be Caesar's daughter. She think, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's just going to be, you know, she's going to be a hip hop kid. It's going to be impossible for her not to be. Yeah, and listen to jazz yeah. and gonna be, soul. He's going to be like yelling like stories into, at her like about hip hop, like when, she, when he's mad at her. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to be like that dad that listens to M.O.P. As I go to sleep. Hits yeah. his little. No, I, <laughs> have you ever seen, the, <laughs> have you ever seen that video? The dad with the kid in the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the cereal? Yeah, yeah, with the cereal. It's going to be me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Y'all crazy. No, I mean, I love. <laughs> just, I playing love. The, just playing Run the Jewels. Your like, kid's trying to drive to school. You just pull it up, hyped dude, as fuck. My sister, my not my sister, but my, even my nephew right now, like Sundays. I'll just take him out, like, to give my sister a little break, you know? I'll take out the nephew. I'll put, because I like to cook on Sundays music and just chill out around the house. And I'll put him in his little thing, put some Earth, Wind, and Fire, put some Run the Jewels, like, put some uh, Heavy D in the Fat Boys, like, kind of just go through some music. And I put the speaker under his butt, so he, like, feels it as well, because he's only, like, what, six months, you know? <laughs> and then, like... You're going to lose it, that speaker. <laughs> and then that's... <laughs> But that's why, like, you know, and, like, with my daughter, it's probably going to be even worse. So, yeah. Um, I love all, you know, I mean, I don't want to be one of those people. It's like, I love everything. But yeah. I love all kinds of music. You know, I was in a hardcore band. Uh, this fool's been asking me for an album for, like, ever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not giving you that if I find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Kaiser album? I was like, no. no. I want it. The first Kaiser. If- <laughs> Listeners. If anyone out there has the first Kaiser Soze I'll album called Revenge, give it to him. <laughs> give it to hit him. me up on Instagram. We we oh, man. That no, but, uh, you know, I love soul. I love jazz. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Pantera to Metallica. You to, like reggae. To, I love yeah. reggae. I, uh, reggae, dancehall, whatever. Yeah. Um, but hip hop has always been the one that's there for me. It's the one that I want to study up on and, and yeah. know the people that are involved and know what's going on. So I'd have, right. to, I'd have to go with it. Next question, Sean. <laughs> that was the first question. Rapid fire. Yeah. Next question. I forgot what you were doing. There's three of us. a good conversation. There's yeah. three of us, you know? Uh, is it my, do I ask this? Anybody. One? Okay. <laughs> Favorite pizza place in Reno? Ooh. Opa. So many opening up now, too. Opa Cafe. Ooh, where's, shit's good. Where's that at? It's the old the old Greek dude that used to own uh, Pirate's Pizza. Uh-huh. But now it's it's over by what is it uh, Arlington and what's that little shopping center there across the street? Oh from shit! Stone House. Yeah, uh, I I've driven by that place. I never it been. It used there. to I didn't be a that. bakery, but now it's the Opa Cafe. Opa, it's a Arlington Man, and Plum. Man, that Arlington place Plum. Is, yeah, don't Plum. don't sleep on Opa. Near Stone House. Yeah, I like wild garlic too. Yeah, but. Opa, is Opa? My, if I, I got go to there. go anywhere I wanted to go. I haven't go, gone there. I've heard about South Creek. I heard, it, yeah, South Creek people have been saying that too. My house. <laughs> <laughs> Wes's little weird ass pizza can't stand the test of time. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lorenzo? I'm going to go with a weird one because, and there's a reason behind it. I'm going to say Boulevard Pizza and Sparks. Boulevard's a You're classic. Actually, this right is actually the second week yeah. in a row someone has said that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alana last it, week from Holland. Oh, I'm tripping. She likes gotta, she, she likes the ambiance. I gotta, well, that's what I was gonna. She likes the motherfucking ambiance. I got no. to change my answer. No, no don't. No, no this good. validates your answer. Yes. Yeah. What I was yeah. gonna say is I like I like, I like going to a pizza here. spot. So nice. I like going to a pizza place where you think a little league team is gonna be like no. having so, their. So that's why she likes Boulevard. That's happened twice. She likes Pizza Plus and right Cezami's or whatever. 
You've been to that one? Uh-uh. That's the one in the in the hood. It's off Neil. Semenza's. Semenza's, yeah. No, that place is good, too. Yeah. Semenza's But I good. like that. I like that. A lot of hardwood you know. in all of those places. Exactly. Yeah. It's dark. You can play ball if you want to. All, the, all the, the plastic cups are like an amber color, <laughs> and they give you a whole picture of Coke when you ask. New York was my shit for a while. And there's always a little league team. <laughs> what y'all know about the Sicilian slice at New York? Oh, New York is a classic. I used yes. to be my shit back in and the now day. And it, now it's down south of town. It's a little far. We used to be on Moana. Respect the skater, George. I used mm-hmm. to buy that full pizza slice. <laughs> oh, Georgie? R.I.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vargas? Yeah. Damn, I can't believe no, somebody said George, that. The, the, I'm so bummed. That's a uh, Reno oh, throwback. Oh, that guy that died. Yeah, yeah the old yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Used to roll around yeah. with a skateboard. Mm-hmm. With, All a right. back, with a backpack. Uh, so next one, Jake? Next one. All right. The favorite venue you're... Best spot, best venue you've ever played. You like to play it. Ever? Like not just in Reno? Forever, in, ever. In life, ever, in the world, ever. in the universe, ever, wherever ever. wherever you would like to shout out. Wherever you like. Like where them. we would want to play or where no, 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 you have played? You had to have been there. Mm. I don't know. I'll go with, uh, do you remember, does anyone remember a place called Rodeo Rock? <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember. Was that downtown? <laughs> no, it was no, on. Uh, they threw some good shows on there. Mount Rose Street. Yeah. Oh, it was a barbecue restaurant too. And that, that, that it's, where, it's where uh, the 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 five, coffee shop, the, the fire guys break a show. Yeah. That show yeah. was sick. That's what I was gonna say. Is that's um, that show came and it was uh, Dilated People's J Five, Jurassic Five, Break Breakestra, oh, yeah. uh, and the Beat Junkies. That show and was that ridiculous. Show, I'd say that was another show in a moment that changed everything for me. Mm. And I was like, "This is the craziest show I've ever." Well, I couldn't believe those, show I've I couldn't seen. believe we were. I was like, just standing, like I was like, like this table is right here. That's how I was like up to the turntable, and Damn they were like, us. "They were like, is this fool gonna grab a record?" <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, just like, I can't believe this. Just yeah, yeah. Like Cut Chemist and and Newmark yeah. did some stuff before J Five came out, and I was just like. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look on I was eyes. tripping. It's like a child who just ate like, ice cream for crazy. the first time. <laughs> I was tripping. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. I was like, how is this in Reno right now? <laughs> I was so stoked. You know what's Reno had a scene. Um, yeah, there used to be Reno cool shit like that in Reno. No, like and like people used to come all the time to Reno because the scene was tight. Like Blue Blueprint used to come and like fucking um who else used to come all the fucking time? Living like, legends, living legends, like yeah. everybody from the Bay, Hyro. Mm. Like, so we have a song we'll up. share with you guys, and maybe you guys can use it on one of your uh, on everything, your probably. play things. But <laughs> as we were talking about, we have some some. I mean, Derek and and I consider Unified, you know, part of Thermites because we do stuff together. Um, and Unified has been pretty productive in the last two years as far as getting back on their feet and mm-hmm. recording a bunch of stuff and I think they put out one album and have plans to put out another. Derek and Wes are going to be putting out a beat vinyl. I think a 12 inch okay. as we were talking about the other day. I mean they easily have three beats a piece to where they can knock that out. That's that's the thing. We haven't put out much but we have a lot of stuff okay. in the works <laughs> but um, we have a song with Blueprint yeah. Oh, so that's how it comes full and circle. Yeah, when you said that made me think about it. <laughs> when, when you said that 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I was like, where are we going with this? But, but yeah. it comes back around. We need to get some of the orbits. Some of the orbits are going on. How are not fucking that escaping pretty much done, so That should be coming out soon. Shout yeah, out to I'm Al. I'm trying to keep us. Shout out to Al. All right, so next round. Definitely next, out of pocket. Yeah, yes. <laughs> 
All out of pocket. Not plug some more shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, we're like fuck, fucking Patrick Mahomes for, right? scrambling right? around right now. <laughs> Cripacola, fool. <laughs> <laughs> that shit had me laughing. <laughs> I was like, what's going on in here? No, they're really they're Wait till really they trying start selling Wait till you. they start selling it at Reno. You can I'm, buy it. Yeah, wait till Hold they start selling it at Reno. Walmart, Walmart got it. I'm going to stop because Caesar's going to kill me. I'm like, I'm from a Crip neighborhood. I got Crips in my family. What the fuck is up with Crip Cola, fool? Give me a break. I'm just trying to make some like, money. Trying to get that paper. Come on, man. You missed a shot with Cripsy you, you know and Bocabola. They need to make a Crip falafel <laughs> spot. Is what they need to do. Falafel. Cripsy and Bocabola. Get that. Get that Crip. Crip swarma full. Crip and Greek. Crip Greek. What's the next question? All right. Did everyone answer that question? Yeah. Wes, no. did you answer that question? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember what the uh, question was. Uh, What's the next one? <laughs> Good job. Apparently, the question was, "Are you guys putting out a record of blue? Yeah. That's all. I heard. That's all I heard being talked about. Do I have anything I want to plug? I'm not so the next question. These are all. All the other ones are simpler. Yeah. So uh, all right. All right. Next question. Your favorite uh, area: oceans, mountains, or desert? Um, Ocean. <coughs> I'm gonna go desert. I like the desert. The desert? I like living here. I've always liked yeah. living here, but I, I really do like the desert. I like the heat. Okay. Outer space. <laughs> <laughs> the best answer. Why? Why? Muscle celestial. Shit, <laughs> it's all the vacuums. Universal, man. All right. Celestial bodies. It's uni- that is, universal. That's actually, the correct answer. <laughs> Full circle. It wasn't answer. a right or wrong answer, but it was. It's correct. <laughs> God, we were gonna hate this episode so much. Yeah, outer space ain't got a there's desert. There's gonna be a desert. There's gonna be a small percentage I mean, though that are really, really good. That are laughing with oh, us the whole gonna... time. Damn, this for you, baby. It's for you. Um, because it's the licks. Fall, winter, summer, or spring? Fall. Damn, that was fast. <laughs> Way rapid. Rapid, rapid fire, rapid right? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go summer. I like I like the heat. I knew S- that one though. Summer. <laughs> summer. Summer. Right. This is this is gonna be another rabbit hole. <laughs> oh no. I already see it coming. Oh, that's right. All right. Just fire away. <laughs> Last album or artist you listen to? Cause these Today? Or or just like whatever comes to mind. What are you feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually listening to Oxnard on the way here, or uh, right before I was. <laughs> um, so I don't have anything cool. So no, I mean it's a good album. Yeah, there's a pocket. All right, we've already talked. Yeah. About I haven't it. listened to. It. I gotta listen. <clears> I agree though that that the song with Q-Tip's the best so one. Yeah, good. no, no, yeah, no. definitely. So good. Mm. West Jamal, mm, maybe the Believe EP, Ghost McGrady, Street Corner music. Oh shit, that's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. That might be the last thing I listen to. Um, outer space. <laughs> outer space. <laughs> no, it was I was listening to uh, David Bowie. Golden, the Golden Record. From it was a Jerry one. Mulligan record from sure. like early fifties. Like it's called California Concerts. Oh shit! Some right. shit. When he said outer space, <clears throat> uh, AT Aliens, the the intro to that started playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> East Point. Smoke, Smoke some dank. dank. Well, that's we've completed the rapid fire fire. section. Was that the rapid? We finished. That was a very rapid fire. Not so rapid. All right.
Next, what do we got next? Our fuckboy of the week. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on here? So this, Caesar, so Caesar this, has this. This fuckboy from Detroit. What are you talking about right now? Yeah, fuckboy. Jamal has a I don't even know what that is. You'll He's too old out. to know what You'll a fuckboy is. So this fuckboy of the week is a police officer from Detroit. They He pulled over a young black lady. And her car wasn't registered, didn't have insurance. So they called, like, a tow truck to, like, take it away. They offered her a ride home. And she's like, no, I'm cool. I'm only a block away. He filmed her walking away, put it on Snapchat, and said, black girl magic. Like a bunch of racist shit, like, making fun of her. And it was, like, the cold walk of shame and, like, a bunch of shit like that. Whoa. Yeah. In his fucking police cruiser. Yes, in his police cruiser, that and like, me. and that's like the, that's not the only thing he's fucking done. But so. it went viral. Yeah. What was the other thing you found out? He's already Skin been demoted. So, so he got demoted right away. Like, good job, Detroit police officers. You know. Or, oh yeah, and it was or, also or, like or negative Robocop. fifteen degrees. Yeah. But polar vortex. Yes, but he also like <laughs> got he he pled guilty for uh, domestic violence against his girlfriend and a bunch of other fucking shit. But he's still a cop. Hmm. Did, he, like, did anything happen to him because of this whole thing? So he got he got suspended with pay. So, so they, he got demoted right away. They had to do an investigation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he, this, he, got, he got demoted right there, away. Then there was whatever. this documentary that this guy was talking about. He's like trying to be more of an advocate now, but he was pretty much talking like what I did for like this organization, which was like it was like this white supremacist organization. Was he was like I went online. And I found profiles of people that were like military or people that we thought could get into uh, medical or policing and like get them in this group. So he was pretty much like saying like we were cultivating like white supremacy in like the police department and in the medical. Like actively recruiting people. Yeah, like we want you to come in this organization and we want you to get this job. And these people are already here. They can help you. And he, so now he's an advocate and he's like, no, I'm telling you, like, the medical field and policing is infiltrated by white supremacist shit. Well, like, so that doesn't, that, that to me is like, well, that's that why you sucks see shit. for that girl, but that's, you know, you see, what I that's mean? why you it's see like, shit like that. It's crazy. That's why we it's got crazy. That's why we got label. That's why that's mm-hmm. why people are killing people and getting off. Not to be honest, not right. to be weird, but but now now positive level though. Our hero of the week, Jake. You had a hero of the week, Jake Griffith. <laughs> that motherfucker's cool as fuck. Man. <laughs> he did my back tat. Yeah, he's tight. Uh, yeah. No, I was looking and. Uh, Okay, so I love FARC.com, and I love all the news websites, and the very first thing that popped up was the New York Times, and they're doing something cool where they're going back and they're basically redoing obituaries for people that were overlooked by the New York Times because of their color back in the day. So um, somebody's going through, and they're identifying people that weren't properly uh, memorialized in in the newspaper, and they're picking out all of these famous black people that um, they're now paying tribute to, especially for this being the kickoff of Black History Month. So 
Uh, one of the ones that struck out to me was Major Taylor. Cyclist, uh, yeah. The bike rider. Uh, my dad told me about him when I was a kid and uh, actually made me do a report on him for school because, like, I was into cycling and I was uh, training to be national level cycling. And, and he's famous now because uh, Nas mentions him in that uh, yep. commercial for yeah, and, and there's a movie Never that liquor. came out too as Hennessy? well. So is it Hennessy? It's the Hennessy. Who's <clears throat> yeah. Hennessy? Put some shine on uh, you know someone who yeah was screwed by racism. Follow the rabbit. So yeah, it's a very cool article. Check it out, New York Times. It's, cool. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. Jake's hero of the week. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and and shout out to the person that's doing this. So it's it's not only these people that are being overlooked, but it's the person that's putting all this together and putting it together. And I'm trying to look it up right now. I'm just scrolling through stuff too fast. Right. ADD. Yeah. So there's a lot of sauce in this room tonight. <laughs> Definitely. It's okay. So yeah. what do you have in local news, Sean? Is this yours? The local news. Uh, <laughs> there's an open open city council seat, and multiple people I know have applied for yeah. it. And uh, like I sent a joke text to a couple of friends. I was like, should we apply? And one of them was like, no. They like go through your whole, re- they publish your whole record and everything. <clears throat> He's like, I'm like, I'm like, I've known you for like 20 years. Like almost like what record do you possibly have? And he has like disturbing the peace from like 2000 when he was <laughs> like a freshman in college. I was like, oh. That sounds, then, like, sounds like an album to me. And then, and then uh, several people I saw that were more qualified than me were applying. So I was like, all right, people I trust uh, mm-hmm. are running. So Is it just like a Reno City Council? Or? Yeah, Reno City Council seat. They're just uh, the guy left. He got appointed by the new governor to run something else. So uh, his seat's open and they're just accept anyone can apply. You only have to have lived in Reno for like four months or something. Damn, that's and you not can just they, go apply online. The, they pick. They're picking the candidates, so. right? Like they each person, each city council member gets to pick five to review. So that's like I don't know, uh, twenty five people that different people that will be. Why reviewed. isn't it not democratic? Because it would cost. They that was the thing. They were it would have cost several hundred thousand dollars. It's not in the budget to do a, 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 I'll pay uh, a dollar an election to, vote. to, to be an stupid. election. Yeah. So go run, Jake. I I'm filling out an app. For sure. All right. They're not no, gonna, the, like they're not gonna pick me, but I've seen a bunch of people. Yeah, it's cool. So listen, Vanessa Van Cor, she's on the board with me at Holland. Mm-hmm. I saw she was doing it. I was like, well, she's obviously more qualified to do this than I am. So okay, I have I'll a, support her. I have a rapid fire question for everyone. <laughs> we're past that segment, Jamal. Now we're going back to it. <laughs> edit. Back if you could do any edit, he's all damn it. <laughs> if you can do any karaoke song what would you do what's your karaoke song oh my do you remember the time by it could be Jackson? a hip-hop song hip-hop karaoke whatever song what would be the, if you can do any song like if you went there and they were like no you don't have to look up the thing we have everything so what song would you do in the past like when i was first started going to karaoke me and my homie would do Regulators by Warren G. Like every fucking time. Were you Nate Dog? Were you Warren? I was Warren G. He did, and he was Nate Dog. Nice. And we just did that every single. Actually, we both we both say all the words. Yeah, okay. But just the one's a little lower than the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just be like, Wes. Now I want to say I keep forgetting. Because he said regulators. Yeah. That'd be fun though. <laughs> back to back. Yeah. Back to back. <laughs> Lorenzo. I said. Be- Miggity, 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 no. miggity, miggity. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> I might have to yeah. do a crisscross song. Yeah. Which one? What? Miggity, miggity. <laughs> jump, jump, obviously. 
Nah. Or I missed the bus. I don't know. <laughs> and it made me cuss. <laughs> Little, I can't little, think of a little, song. Little, little kid bars. Which one would you do? Anything, anything, anything Michael Jackson. Jackson. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Tag team oh, back again. Shit. Check it direct now. Let's begin. Party on party people. Let's hear some noise. Get it. DC's in the house. Jump, jump for joy. So, uh, party over here. So party over there. That's that's one of the two songs. I think it's the favorite white person hip hop oh, song. Oh, naturally. <laughs> What's the other one? Grew up MC on that. How did you, where did you find so that much? statistic? <laughs> Uh, We're gonna have some statistics come. I need to There's supposed to be someone that checks them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It does check Yo, all the karaoke de la, de la boxes. Encyclopedia I need to know so but I can buy a single. All the but karaoke boxes. The second boxes. one is the House of Pain. I was gonna say I need to know because I need to play it tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, don't the tell cup. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna tell them. No, just no, no. Scratch, so like, scratch, so there's around. there's three songs. When I go to a bar and I listen, I try to get to the highest place I can so I could oversee. Cause it's like National Geographic. I love this. White so, dudes over th- between 35 and 50. Yeah, you play that song. So so shit is popping. So off. so the House of Pain song. Um, whoop, the whoop, <laughs> there it is. Yep. And the last one is Journey. <laughs> Journey is always the closer of the Reno bar. Um, don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Damn. That, and those three, like it's people see me, and I just disappear because I I go to the DJ booth and try to like see National. When Geographic I was younger, growing up, and I started going out to bars, you know, like there would always be subtle reminders that I that I was black and most of the people were white. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> the biggest, the subtle? thing that alienated me the most. Abba would be at like no Abba's tight. Yeah, like, Don't talk shit on my Abba. Be what? out at I a bar me, partying or at a party or something, and Journey would come on. Don't stop believing. And everybody would be singing every fucking word. And all the white I would be stunned. like, "What the fuck song is no, this?" And that's why I have no idea. It what still this astonishes is. me. It's, stop believing. It's still, like, I go to the DJ booth and like look. It would over. feel like you were like, in a movie. No, it, hold it, on it, to it that feeling. No, it's, it's like a room those, full of white, drunk wanna, white people yeah. Oh, yeah. screaming Journey, and I'm just like, I, n- I don't even know what song this to is. To the top of their lungs. It's, it's just one of those screaming things. This girl it. was tripping on me because she was like, you're like not in the Beatles, you're not into the Beatles? And I was like, no. And she no. was like, your parents didn't play the Beatles for you? And I was like, <laughs> no. And I was like, did your mom and dad have the Earth, Wind, and Fire on A-Track? Probably no. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, no. And I was Who's like, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was like, yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire are mm-hmm. black people's Beatles. Definitely. Dude, don't even get my parents started with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. I think they, I, I, they saw Earth, Wind, and Fire like four years ago. Can I add a fourth song to that? Yeah, add do one, it, do it. I'm excited. The one that gets the white people freaking out on, on a Saturday night? Yes. Is, uh, got your money, old dirty bastard. Uh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of co- yeah, all white girls are going crazy yeah. for that one. Whoa. I played it one time, and he I said, thought, all I like, white girls. Everyone was singing all the. Lorenzo throws that like a hard ball down the straight. The, Straight over the plate. Excuse me? Right over the plate. Sean Here's was, the deal. Sean was we sitting love, on that we pitch. Love and Reno. <laughs> Reno loves Wu-Tang Salutes Clan. to yeah. Brienne and Megan and Janine and all of my white lady friends that fuck uh, that's their favorite song. And God. Good God. <laughs> if it's your favorite song, salute to you. Every second Saturday at Lemon Cup. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You'll hear it, I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm gonna start. Yeah, or turn the alley oop to him. Yeah, I'm gonna start stealing those. <laughs> so Yo, to, I played that song one time. He's on four. I got four quadruples. I played that song one time. <laughs> I'm not a DJ, but I learned that shit in 1999. 
I played I played that song one time and people like I thought they were mad at me they were singing it so aggressively right oh, now. everyone the like, I'm gonna, I'll call you up don't interrupt and I was like he got scared I did get scared <laughs> I haven't played it since that's a lie that's a lie oh, every second it. Saturday every second Saturday loving cup all right so back back to karaoke and Saturday love my Saturday 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 <laughs> back to karaoke and my song is uh, the Eagles. Hotel California, uh, and uh, okay, and they've—I've even got panties thrown at me. I'm telling <laughs> tell you this right now. I don't know what it is. That's the brown man in the yacht club. I don't know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> is. How the fuck? But did if he you get go here? anywhere in Thailand, and the Eagles, and you put on Hotel California, like motherfuckers will like give just, you their firstborn child and shit, dude. Just like Mexico, like, they, will they even you. have they have a lat, uh, Spanish Hotel California. What it is, and I'm like, why Hotel California? Also, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. <laughs> they, I, I mean, don't that's know why great, those? Yeah, two, yeah, I love that song. Yeah. Personally. Those two songs mm-hmm. are like I don't know anywhere around the planet. If, if you're at a, if you're a place like not say karaoke, but like. If you play that song, or if you play that song, mm-hmm. oh, they'll they'll think you're like royalty. What if you play the song? It's nuts. <laughs> it's on a dark desert highway. Yeah, I'm not okay. feeling it. Cool wind in your mm-hmm. hair. And I like Bob, but I'm not feeling three. Right. <laughs> Moving along, local events. Do you guys have My anything bad. you want to tell the uh, the people about Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> love, love, I can't, love. I can't think love, of anything. Love. That was like LeBron James. That, or that was like Dwayne Wade to LeBron James. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> like with the picture with Wade, Dylan. like going like this, and LeBron's dunking it behind him. That was me just now. Dilla Day's coming up. Dilla Day, West Street Market. That's this Thursday, uh, February seventh. Was this start at six, seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. o'clock. Mm-hmm. All of us will be there. You guys will be it, doing some shit, yeah. right? Yeah. If you know Dilla, don't know about Dilla, come on I through. Know. I just assume everyone knows what we're talking you about. Better I, know. No, but if they don't, still come on through and we will teach you all fucking day. What time does that start? Siete. I think it starts at seven. I, I think it's at seven. I won't well. be there till seven. Yeah. Seven. Got a volleyball uh, game that day. And volleyball. Word. Anything else? Anything? No, we're DJing uh, <laughs> tomorrow Cup. night at the Loving Cup. I don't yeah, know when this be comes out. That'll be in the past. But then yeah. after that, we'll be there. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Every second Saturday of the month, the Thermite. God damn it. All right, <laughs> no, I'm done um, with that. We try, yeah. to, we, we, we try to stay busy. You can so edit some of those we out. DJ, uh, <laughs> we DJ all kinds Fuck of stuff. That. So it's hard to just say what's coming up because we're always just like, so you know, just Jamal. You guys are supposed to be speaking right, right now, right? Follow you guys are going to be playing up at Crystal Bay. And you had to cancel. Info. They were supposed to be there. They were oh. tonight, and uh, the weather. The weather, weather. Yeah, supposed to I be. played there last month with uh, Black Alicious. Oh, oh yeah, nice. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have gone to that show. It was a good show. I they bet. killed it. I've seen them a couple times. Blazing Arrow. Don't let money. All right. Um, <laughs> So oh, fun. my band Seven Out. We're playing at Shays February twenty second. Twenty second. Oh, Friday. Do you guys get fucked up when you play there? Um, <laughs> I, I would like to see someone step to the band. Yeah. <laughs> some of the people, some of the people in the band would welcome. You people. don't get fucked up when you play there. Doing stuff in the bathroom. <laughs> what do you do when you play there? Shays legendary. <laughs> Whoa. We play some hard body shits. Lorenzo loves. That's one of his favorite spots. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lorenzo. It is where uh, rolling in the Benzo. Me and you started DJing again when I started like getting back into DJing. You know, a long time ago, a few years ago. I remember we were, you were like, "You want to come through and DJ Shays?" And I was like, yeah, "I like that they yeah. had that big ass screen up there." And that then you guys tight. are elevated too, which that is was good. that was tight. 
And you know what? The I only mean, time I go to Shays is to play shows there. I'll straight give Spencer like credit because he like came up to me and he was like, "Yo, we want to start having bands here and we want to like get you guys a DJ." And I was like, "Dude, no one wants a DJ here if there's no stage." You got to build and the stage. And he built the stage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You got to have a PA system. Like, bring in a PA system. Bought mm-hmm. a PA system." So no, it's like I give Spencer a lot. Spencer is an awesome individual. Yeah, so and. Take your shades to the next level for sure. Pub. They get some really big punk shows. Yeah. Getting into mm. the culinary here's another, stuff. Yeah. Here's mm. another. What is it? Random fact. Rapid fire. Flash plug. Rapid fire. <laughs> rapid fire. Favorite Reno venue <laughs> that you've ever been to. Favorite <laughs> Reno venue. Reno Tahoe venue. Uh, you can't throw Tahoe in there. That's yeah. Why not? Because Tahoe's got better venues. <laughs> nah, classically throughout the time, have you ever been going to shows? The most fun I've ever had at venues, it, like anyone of my age. I feel, <laughs> I'm just saying, whenever New Oasis, I saw so many, like so many good shows there. They still do shows there? No, no, no. This was 10, 15 years. I, but like, so I went to. I got a bunch of fucking things on my wall right there. Tickets of shows that I went to. I saw so many people with my boys at Oasis. That was like the spot in Reno well, for hip hop for a long time. Shows. Like, ah. yeah, <laughs> I probably saw you guys there, Jamal. Like, who yeah, that cares? Was, there, that was those were fun. Yeah, times. Lorenzo, favorite venue? I don't know. Come on now, just in Reno or Reno Tahoe? I already said Rodeo Rock. I'll just stick with that. All right, Rodeo Rock. I don't know if I call that my favorite, but Me they neither, did. But I can't. They had some venue, good. They had some know. good shows. I only went to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal Bay has good shit. I mean, it's always fun too. It's a good sound. Mm-hmm. It's a good. Spot. I've seen a lot of good shows there, and they're starting to do a lot more. Like they, he just DJ for the Black Alicia show, so they're definitely doing expanding their horizons of their music yeah. selection. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate them for that. We've been playing there for a long time, so I got to give them. Yeah. yeah anyone else? I, I've had a lot of fun. Like at the alley, like at mm. the alley, got to drink Hennessy with like Sparks in Sparks. Yeah. Got to, like, drink Hennessy with, like, Saigon, you know? And then, like, go backstage with Ghostface and, like, shit like that. And they brought a lot of stuff because, like, they knew people in the industry still because they were from the industry. And it sucks that they shut down because they brought so much shit to town. But, yeah. And, like, it was awesome. I saw people under the stairs there and uh, yeah. hung out with them before the sh- we got there. I remember early. that show. That yeah, I think cool. I, saw Plan- I, I saw Planet Asia there. Like I said, Saigon, Ghostface, and, yeah. Green Room, I saw, I remember my most memorable show. I was hanging out with Sweatshop Union watching Swollen Members and Prev One fucking jumped off the stage into the rafters above a giant mass of people mosh pitting. And then, uh, yeah, the other fucking. I booked those shows. Those dudes were dork. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were. I know, I was just here to jack <laughs> But it is true. It was, but that show was fucking wild. And then I wound up knowing the bouncer, and he was best man at my wedding. Who was the bouncer? I'm not shouting him out right now. <laughs> Why not? Mm. Low key, something. Mm. Uh, low key, low key. Cheek always. Was I was like, Jake. I know who that motherfucker. Is. Got low bodies key. in the closet. Smells so skeletons. Low key. Skeletons in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> What's <laughs> this? Long, this might be the longest episode. <laughs> I'm uh, pushing it. Uh, um, what's the tagline for this edit. episode? Yo, outer edit. space. <laughs> Bugatti spaceship. Bugatti spaceship. That's how we got out there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wookie pelt manifesto. 
<laughs> Wes speaks for everyone. Yes. No. Uh, well, we, we'll figure it out. Are we going to talk about the Holland thing? <laughs> yeah, we should talk about the Holland thing. <laughs> plug something. Now that God damn it, I've asked you guys three different times. Do you have something you want to talk about? You Please talk, talk about well, the Holland we thing. Waiting. It's we, your we thing. Stay well, plug it. It's our, our thing. thing. It's our thing. See? You've been yelling at me. I'm the facilitator. I'm the like facilitator every, on this. Every time, every time you guys DJ, you kind of yeah. get a little lost. I'm just lost. helping make this happen. Yeah. I'm the facilitator. You kind of get lost and keep yelling at us that we need to have this. So we're going to start I was gone March, hopefully I, March I 3rd. Shit, so I was like, I can't set some shit up and then be gone. Hopefully March 3rd. Uh, and therefore, the first Sunday of every month at Holland Project, we're hoping to start a Boogie Down Book Club, uh, just series of... All ages. All age hip hop parties where you can come... And uh, or, or workshops where you Listening. can come hang out, spit music. If you've got, Roots. if you're a rapper, you can come rap. You got if beats. You, if you're a beat maker, you can come. You know, Play share your beats, your beats uh-huh. get some feedback. If you want to learn how to scratch, you can come do that. If you want to get feedback, network. meet people all ages. If, so. you're, if you're a writer, you can bring a black book. Yeah. Be respectful to the spot. Though. Exactly. Need ideas, need like editors, the first class. Yeah, like the need first class. motivation. Yeah. So Where's the B-Boys at? Where's yeah. the B-Girls And then at? we're going to do B-Boys, B-Girls. Um, Elzo, you can do the first master class, right? I'd like, yeah. Yeah. So, so scratching. A, official announcement once we get that. the date confirmed. Mm-hmm. Just DJ it in general. Yeah. Uh, I sh- but I should find, yeah. Quick by the time this comes out, I might know. So hopefully by the time this airs, Watch we'll social sure. media. And yeah. yeah announce Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, first Sunday of the month is the goal. And just kind of like like we were talking about earlier, mentoring the youth, um, showing them the history, but still, you know, make your own lane, and that's it. And the last question before we go: What as DJs, what's your advice to people when dealing with a DJ and interacting with a DJ? I'm hungry. <laughs> Feed the DJ. <laughs> Feed the DJ. Feed the DJ. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. <laughs> Just one piece of advice. Get the right BPM. What was the question again? <laughs> What's a piece of advice you have for people when they're interacting they- or dealing with DJs? Whether they're hiring them, trying to get them to play a song, or just want to show their appreciation don't, for you guys. Don't when you're try doing to thing. get them to play a song. That's my piece of advice. <laughs> no requests. Yeah. I only do that to DJs I, I'm friends with. <laughs> I usually just yell fucking hollow notes and, <laughs> yes. and oh, fucking new Sometimes I edition. got that with me, so yeah, and it works. I played hollow yeah, because we like today. the same shit. Elzo <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't think of anything. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I always tell a bunch of people because they're always like, "What? What are you doing? You're using records?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And it's it's uh, not like that. I'm hating on. Serato or any kind of digital thing, but I think everyone who wants to be to go that route with turntables and stuff like that, even if you use a laptop and stuff like that, you should have a Creative Records at home to mess with and to 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 kind of get the feel for it, you know. Because I met a DJ at some show in Sacramento, and he was talking about how much he loves scratching and all this other stuff, and I was like, "Cool, let's let's scratch," because we had both of our setups on the stage, and uh, I was like, "You can use my setup," and he's like, "I've never even touched a record." Before. Oh, that hurts me right there. Wait, he, how is he scratching? Because the controllers have a little fake little thing that's, the, mm. you know. I wish you could see the disappointment. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, that's that's what a lot of guys use, and that's what, you know, that's fine. Like, if they want to do that. But none of the history as well. It, it, exactly. It's like, 
maybe you should have a crate of records at home and you mm-hmm. know go through a couple needles on the yeah. turntables before you like photography like, if you haven't shot film like exactly yeah so that's are, it are you really doing it no, but no, but you started. That's what film. I mean. I mean, no, like, like you started in know. Are you really it. a photographer if you don't know that? No, but like DJs. Like are you I, really? I, that I, was my next point. No, but I guarantee, like half the DJs that are headlining in Las Vegas, all the clubs every Friday, Saturday, they probably haven't even touched the record. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, are they so, really DJs then? You want my honest? Yes opinion? and no. You're over here, fucking. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. Yes, yeah, what's your honest opinion? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. No, it's the answer is no. I don't know. At this at this point, you know the 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 computers can do every, everything for a DJ. What do they, they file on their taxes? CJs, <laughs> controller jackets, what is there? and AIs, know. artificial intelligence, music yeah. engineers. Skynet. Like Caesar and I aren't DJs. We're playlist curators. Yeah, no, yeah. that's dope. And like we done. I wouldn't call yeah. myself a DJ. I would never myself. describe myself as yeah. a DJ. Even though we did play together one time, I'm like, I'm not a we've DJ. Got some, I we've just, got some posts that would say I like, otherwise. And I, like, I like play a record. That's where I need to pump the brakes is because when you're a DJ, you're getting hired to per- to play music for the night. And it's me being like an old turntablist dude where I'm like, he ain't doing nothing. I mean, you know. But uh, I need to stop thinking that way and just be like, he's DJing. He can do it however he wants. Mm. He's doing his job. But. There also is a point where it's like the computer matches the beats for you. It BPMs Damn. everything for you. Literally, all you have to do is, is hit play, and it'll play they're at the DJing. right time for you. They are DJing. So they're, yeah. They're, they're just not DJing. They're not, not yes. a DJ. Yeah. So it's the tools. So they're computering. I mean. Yeah. It's like playing Madden on a computer. Like you're playing football, but you're not really playing football. <laughs> It's like if, if one of those. I was fools, about to say video games too. Gaming. If one of those, gaming, if one of like, those fools, if you're playing Fortnite, that were, that were you're six, shooting and killing people, but you're not really shooting. And killing yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're gaming. And exactly. You know how to catch a body. That's a that's the best way to put it. That's a good yeah. way. That's the best. I mean, way to put it. I mean, I'm a, a decent driver on fucking Grand Theft Gran Auto Turismo. Five. <laughs> I'm a really good driver in life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I think, uh, is that it? I'm sorry. Is that it? No, no that right. was amazing. I'm sorry. Do, How long this episode go? is going to be? It's like nine hours long. <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, it's we just, ain't a podcast. It's a live stream. Yeah, yeah. We we're still go. here. We can ask some, some more of those, questions. Some of those Stretch and Bobito ones are long. I like them. <laughs> Killer Mike just did a three and hour, three and a half hour one with Joe Rogan. With Joe Rogan, because yeah. Ro- they were just super high the first yeah. forty five minutes. He's like, he like the first thirty minutes. I don't know what we talked about. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Salute to Killer Mike. Salute to Joe Rogan. And salutes to the Thermites crew for joining us here. Yes, the come thank out. you. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. Respect to the Boogie Down and talking about hip hop with us and letting us nerd out. For- yeah. Shout out to our man oh. Ecto. Mm-hmm. Ecto Uno. If you have questions, where can they people find you guys to hit you guys up? Or hit Jamal up. <laughs> Lorenzo's house. <laughs> Give that it's over off Wells. Shoot, shoot that address uh, out there. Wells Avenue. Do you guys got a website? Or? Wells Avenue. <laughs> we just have a Facebook. It's a taco truck over on Facebook. You can if you want to book the thermites. If you know where Marcatone is. <laughs> Right across the street on the corner Corrigan. going towards Corrigan's, <laughs> there's a taco truck that has these lime green lights on it. 
And I think it cuatro says, vientos. It says El Pastor. Yeah, Cuatro Vientos, yeah. And that's where we kick it. <laughs> so if you want to come book us, or if you want... Meet us on the corner. Lorenzo, if you want Lorenzo to help you with your lowrider, if you, if you need to purchase any fine-blown glass, or if you want to find out when I'm going to be doing my comedy next, come on over to the, the taco spot. And uh, you can buy a hand-painted sign. From Ecto One. Right. So, we have a up. Facebook. <laughs> do we have a Facebook? We do. Plug it. No, we don't. And uh, and our Instagram is just thermites underscore sound system. I was like, I've tagged you guys this yeah. before. We have Instagram. I know. We have Facebook. <laughs> have social media. You guys are on the Instagram. I was being yeah, yeah. funny. <laughs> I was like, wait. No, no, no. They do. They do. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to make this go any longer than it has to be, but I... Real quick, I know we should have talked about this very beginning, but yeah, it, for people who don't, haven't come out to a Thermites night or something that we're DJing, it's not all hip hop, you know, it's not all soul, it's not all reggae, it's a, it's a lot of all of those things, and you know, we we try to focus on keeping the party going and ha- just having a good time. So, and randomly, it's always awesome vibe. Randomly, music. Jamal will drop the Game of Thrones theme song. He does oh, have shit. that on the wax. weirdest place. Possible. I will also drop. The Enter the Dragon soundtrack. <laughs> oh, shit. I will also drop some Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know. What about Be prepared. Never, never. Never, never, never. <laughs> Be not. prepared. What about with Bruce Leroy? Okay. Well, oh, that's been another excellent edition of Up in the Mix, the podcast. Uh, you can check us out at www.upinthemix.live. Wherever podcasts are consumed, and you can listen to Caesar and I play the dopest in hip hop every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K Wink or www.kwinkradio.org. Until next time. Yeah. This is Sean saying peace and chicken grease. <laughs> this is Caesar, aka De La Photo. Salud. I'm out. Thank you for termites. Woo! Thank you guys very much. That was Thank awesome. You. Thank you awesome guys for bringing show. us out.